it's the blackout what's up everybody today on the hashtag blackout podcast we interview the mayor the man the myth the legend but he's not either of those because he actually exists the mayor dan from the start five podcast all this 10 shots voicemails and more on today's episode of the hashtag blackout podcast What's up, everybody? Welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back again to episode 193, no, 194, 194, there you go, of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. I'm Jared. What up, people? I'm Jay. And we're backing at it again. Jay, how was your week, cousin? Another long week. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Yeah. That's it. That's That's all I can say, you know. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to go into details. Yeah. We we thought we had a sick kid with all this other mess going around, but turns out yeah, yeah. he tested negative. So yeah, okay. he's good. Okay. You know, kids they bounce that's off the wall whether they they sick or not. So yeah, yeah, that's true. He's good. Cool. Other than that, right, we're good. Ain't nothing going on. Glad glad he's glad he's doing all right. My week, man, was uh, good. Just work and life, and then slinging these spices at a farmer's market this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a lot of love, and it was it was a really good time, man. So. Uh, cooking up some food yesterday and today and working on some projects that are coming up soon. So OnlyFans. It's dope. Yes, yes indeed. What's that? OnlyFans? Yeah. Said you was gonna sign yeah. up for that. Yeah, my, my food OnlyFans, you know. Only my fans can show up and, you know, watch me cook with just a uh you know, just a little tiny uh apron on, hook shrub apron. So, you know, you gotta see if you can see through the cracks. Uh, anyway, oh man, today, uh, wow, today, you know, it's the day that we had a long time coming. We've been trying to make this happen for a long time and we finally, uh, were able to get it done, thankfully, and we're able to get Mr. Dan, the mayor from the Starting Five podcast on the show with us. Dan, how you doing today, sir? What up, everybody? What it's is about time. Up? It's been a, it's been a good, what, I'd say at least three Maybe a little longer years. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that ugly New York Giants cup. Get that out of here. <laughs> but what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, the mayor. That DJ named H5. Your mom's favorite fat guy. Host of the Star 5 podcast. One of the five owners of HHDG Media Incorporated. What up, y'all? Not much. Not much. Good so, to have you on the show, man. Yeah, it's great to have you on the yeah. show, finally. Uh, so... I know I was going to say was we are TJ and myself. We are. This is Sunday. We're recording. Sorry to give a little bit inside baseball people. But if y'all are free at one o'clock my time today, y'all can come on and start five. Like it's the turnaround can be that quickly, even though I leave the floor open to you guys, to everybody. Uh Anytime y'all ever want to be on, all y'all got to say is, yo. I'm free this Saturday, which normally we would go live on Saturdays, uh-huh. then upload on Sundays. But all you ever have to do is just say, yo, I want to come on. And it's a go. Okay. You don't have to be as harassing as I was. It's all right. I was harassed. I was slightly harassing, but we it. finally made it happen. This yeah, was you... in my bucket list of 2021. Okay. So thank nice. you. Okay. Nice. Well, thank right. you. Glad, glad, glad we got checked off. And honestly, man, you got to harass us because we are like all over the map. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> but it is what it is, I'm, man. I'm glad we, we're glad we make it happen. 
Hey, you um, you out in these streets playing with meat, sprinkling your midnight yeah, on yeah. the meat. Mm-hmm. Gotta sprinkle got, gotta play play with my meat in these streets. Yeah. Skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> yeah. So oh man, that, that's why. So hey, uh, real quick. So I know we know you do the starting five. I know you had JP, right, as a host. Is he still one of the hosts or not more? For right now, until I kick his old ass off. But nah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. He's, he's, it just, he's comes in with He's there. He's there, but he hasn't been there. I I kind of gave a little discussion, had a little discussion with him about the consistency yesterday, but he was expressing he'd just been busy and stuff. So yeah. over time, I added on two more, my homie TJ yeah. and our girl Katara, who she's kind of been MIA too for a little while and been busy. So yeah. TJ has been the one member who's been the most consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. just kind of been going. And that was a part of building a team. It was if these two arms fall short, the legs are still work. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah, yeah, because it's it's good and it's good to be able to have somebody else that could hop in at some point in time if necessary, even if even if you can't do it just by yourself. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, so that's that's good. That's good. All right, cool. And so HHDG, I know you have this. I know you have this brand and this site and everything around it. So and I know you're wearing that dope hoodie right now. So would you mind telling the people out there about HHDG? Yeah, this and this hoodie is a one of one, by the way. This one of one, man. I was trying to go order one. <laughs> now, nah, well, this one you can go order. We have them on our merch link on hhdgmedia.com. Okay. Um, but this one I got made from my boy. This one, if it was dark out and the light hits it, it's like uh, almost like three three That's M dope. reflective. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. But um, yeah, the 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 brand HHDG, it was uh, short for the Hip Hop Discussion Group. We started off as a Facebook group over a decade ago. It was started by my, my man who um, we call the godfather of the group, Jeff mm-hmm. Nelson. It was literally, the way he created this Facebook group was he needed a place to argue about the greatness of cannabis. Mm. Not the cannabis okay, that smoked. Yeah, that, that was his main cannabis. topic. Charge, charge, the, so talk about cannabis. That was this was yeah. the story that he told us when we finally met him. Uh-huh. So, fast forward over the years, like I become a, when me and my boy Wiki Ian, we call Wiki Ian, who he's a cat that I've known my entire life. Like our mothers were best friends. How far we go back? Mm-hmm. Um, we got added into a group by our our homegirl. Now, actually, his girlfriend is. Me and Iz, before they were together, we set up the first like group meet and greet. We did it at a lounge out here in Manhattan. And everybody who kind of came to that, we started to become family to where we would do an annual meet and greet outside of the regular group funk, the Facebook group functions, which the Facebook group was just the talking shit about rap music or like myself and Ian would remind people, yo, Hip hop is bigger than just rap, so we're posting mm. graffiti. We're posting DJ culture because we, I was DJ. My there's several DJs in the group, and okay. um, 2018, 2017, we had a conversation with our man Seuss, who is a guy who's a group member, longtime group member, longtime admin, but is also in the industry. 
Like he he's heavily involved. I think he does tour managing for the singer Case. Okay. Like they're doing a big okay. run with Case Twenty Five right now and all that. But he had conversations with a couple of us like, "Yo, y'all should turn this into a business." And so my boy KB, who is the CEO of the company, first person he thought to hit me up was me. Hit up was me because me and him have did we did hip hop karaoke out here on Staten Island. Uh, we've set up a number of different events. We've done a, a whole host of different things together. So he was like, "Yo, I had to reach out to you first. Yo, he was saying we think we should do we should do it. I said, say no more. Let's do this shit. Yeah, let's build a team. Who do we think are the best people to? So we got my boy. Obviously, we got my boy Ian involved because I would say that if he wasn't with us." Some major label should have my boy as an A and R of music. Okay. Nobody, nobody ingests as much media as my man does, and I'm talking mm. from hip hop to comic books to anime to mm. movie. Like my man always has headphones on his head, and I clown him the, the few. The, I clown him the few times he doesn't have them on, or then the headphones switch up. They'll get bigger. They'll get <laughs> always ingest media. That's good. Then man. I reached out. We reached out to my boy Ed, who he was running a blog site called um, Skelly Tops. Grown, he was like grown folks hip hop and neo soul music. He did that mm-hmm. for years. Plus, he had experience in college radio when he went to Texas Southern. Okay. Oh, TSU. Right down yeah, the street from me. That's where my dad went. Okay. Cool. Yeah, he did He did college radio out there. And then I think, no, I think maybe the last person we got involved was my man T. Smith, who he's 25, almost 28, 28, yeah, 27, 28 years mm-hmm. in the TV and film industry. Like, wow. he's been behind uh, uh, one of the iterations of UMTV Raps. He's okay. worked under Spike Lee as like he's been in he's been extras in Spike Lee movies like he's been doing stuff recently for Essence Festival and my man's legit so we built a crew of five of us to turn this into a business that I find beautiful because mm-hmm. we don't have to do a thing until we're ready mm-hmm. yeah you know and we we don't have to do a thing until we're ready mm-hmm. and it's like so. I know I had this here. It can be a potential money maker later. Like we was talking pre-show, Jared. I was like, I got mm-hmm. a few years left on my job. Yeah. If I retire, if I retire within after these five years is done, I'll only be forty-eight years old, and mm-hmm. I can do whatever the hell I want. My oldest yeah. daughter will be twenty, and hopefully in college. My other two will be sixteen and fifteen. I can do as I please, and put a lot of focus into this and really turn it into something. Because yeah. we was influenced to start this as a business, kind of more as a as a label in a way. Okay. Yeah. But we yeah, yeah, yeah. but we all do so much other stuff. Like, for instance, next week not this coming not this coming week that just started, but the next week, mm-hmm. um, my one of my kids' school. Well, my my youngest kid's school. My wife is not a uh, president of the PTA, so they reached out to her. Hey, can you help us out for the back to school thing? What can we do? So I talked to my partners and it was like, yo, we bought backpacks. So I bought like 70 something backpacks mm-hmm. and hand wow. sanitizer clip on things so we can clip them onto the backpacks. 
my wife is hooking up trying to add some school supplies and stuff in. So wow, it's it's not nice. a it's not a lot, but we're at least trying to at least now give back to the community yeah. instead of just yeah. trying to yeah. create more and more cultural hip hop events. Yeah, you know yeah. that's what it's all that. about. I applaud you for that. Yeah, that's dope. That, thank that's you, thank you. Exactly what it's about, especially when you get to the point where you know you're like, okay, this is what we want to do, or this is what we like to do. But this is what we really want to do. And then being able to give back to the community and the kids. And, you know, because there's even in this day and age, you know, there's there's kids out there who, you know, whose parents, for whatever reason, can't afford the basics for school. So. So, yeah, being able to do that uh, and even school districts who can't afford some of those basics, you know, as far as supplies. So so being able to, to do that and be able to contribute that way. That's that's amazing. That's dope. That's cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you. And yeah. I said it's. It's not a lot. It's, it's still not a lot, but it's seventy-two bags is at least two and a half classrooms full of kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something. Yeah. It's more than. It's more than. I mean, it's more than nothing. A Correct. and B. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's so many kids who, or I guess so many parents will say it like that. So many parents who have one or two less things to worry about. You know what I'm trying to say? So that's that's really yeah, what ab- it's all about. Absolutely, as, especially with I, we all have. All three of us here have young kids. Mm-hmm. We've seen the ridiculousness that is the stupid request list for school supplies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Remember, I mean, <laughs> y'all, y'all are only a few years younger than me, right? Yeah. yeah like yeah, I said, yeah. I'm, four, I'm 41 now. So y'all are only a few years younger oh, than me. Oh, I'm 41. Right? But you were, I wish. I wish I was oh, a few okay. years younger. I'm 43, bro. Oh, so, you 79 or 80, baby, Jay? Uh, I'm, I'm an 80, baby. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you beat. Hey, All you, good. <laughs> I'm 78, man. Oh, okay. Oh, you older than me. Yeah. Oh shit. So we the same age. Yeah. We all the <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, age. We, all, we all the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. Few. My bad. So I, I'm mm-hmm. used. You know what it is? It's crazy. I'm used to being the youngest in a space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, 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 you yeah. Rem- y'all remember our school list was five subject notebook, five yep. pencils. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, couldn't. Yeah, yeah. You and you couldn't use pens. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, now we're bringing a school big boxes full of supplies, all these binders, right. all these single notebooks, markers, color tissues, toilet paper, paper tissues, towels, <laughs> hand sanitizer, Amazon wish list. Yes, like, you know, exactly. Bring the bring the teacher iPad. No more apples. We only want right. Apple products. No more apples. You know, right. uh, man. Yeah, see the smart board. Like, hold on a second. So, exactly. Like, that's funny. I ain't Bill Gates. <laughs> man, I tell you what. Wow. Yeah, that's that's wild, man. It is. It's just wild whenever we see, uh, you know, whenever we see those lists. You know, my mom would see the list. She's like, "All right, let's go to the store." <laughs> I'm trying to say. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. But hey, okay. So speaking of lists, we got a list of ten questions we want to ask you, Dan. So we can really know more about you. We call them the 10 shots to the dome. So Jay gets out the blicky. I start ducking. I get out the yes. Draco and we fire off them shots. Yeah, it ain't going to be too bad. It ain't going to be too bad. And not too no, bad. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. And I'm just saying the irony of shots. We're talking about shots. And <laughs> uh-huh. a block. A block away from me the other night, somebody let off five shots and hit nobody. Uh-oh. And they yeah, hit. It was wild. What yeah. a waste. 
see that's people in these streets. It's so crazy. Oh, All right. Well, let's All see right. here. Jay, do you want to go first? You want me to go ten first? shots to the You go first. You yeah, you go ahead. All right. First. I'll go first. All right, here we go. So ten shots to the dome, shot one. What's your greatest and worst sports memory? Oh, greatest is obviously the Eagles Super Bowl twenty eighteen. That was the absolute absolute greatest moment in my life that Uh-oh. y'all see right there. Got it on. It's the real, and I got that. I got that before the Super Bowl, but I'm diehard. Uh, worst, worst might have been. Here's an embarrassing story for y'all. I'll try to make it quick. The year we went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots and lost by fucking Adam Vinatieri's leg. I rented a car before the Super Bowl saying, I'm getting this to make sure I get to that parade. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to that parade. So I just I just rented a car for no damn reason. You rented a car to drive around. <laughs> <in front of. laughs> right, right, right. And, and on top of that, it was a, I, I'm six feet. At the time, I was 370, 360, yeah, 370 ish or so. I'm six feet three thirty something right now. Uh-huh. Imagine me renting a Toyota Yaris. That was before the Prius <laughs> came out. He said a Yaris. <laughs> Man, yeah, you had to shoehorn yourself up in there. Yeah, no, I was able to get into him because I mean, before that, my first car was a '98 Eclipse Spider, so okay, I was used nice. to the small car, but it was a nice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I was in the Prius before the Prius renting this thing. <laughs> Telling myself I'm going to Philly to the Super Bowl parade, and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and uh, that and when my Knicks made it to the finals and lost to y'all damn Houston Rockets. That, that you know what was wild, man. Is I am from Houston. That's right. Uh, that's, you but, told me. You told but, me. Yeah. yeah, back then though, I was not a Rockets fan. My dad was a big New York everything fan, so I was a Patrick Ewing, John Starks, you know, Derek Harper. Like those are my dudes. Uh, Anthony Mason, mm-hmm. Oakley, shoo. So, so yeah, I forgot we had that conversation before. Yeah. You told me you was, uh, you know, you good on the you. Knicks and Yankees except for the Giants. Man, what you talking about except for them Giants, man? They, they except for they, them damn Giants. They, they got they got more trophies <laughs> than the Eagles, and they cash them in when they talk, when they play the Patriots. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> that's but no, yeah, and, so and it's, it's a whole nother story because if you were a real Giants fan, you know you have more than the four. Was that? Did I say I four? No, I'm just saying. Oh, Most okay. Giants fans only count the four Super Bowls. No, they got a championship before. I, okay, I was yeah. gonna say they got about like eight, close to yeah. ten. Yeah, yeah, but you know they don't they don't count them as Super Bowls, so that for some reason that doesn't mean anything. But yeah. it is what it is. Uh, as, no, but as JP says, pre-segregation don't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's wild. That was wild, is man. Like back then, I remember being in summer school. And you like wear my my Ewing jersey or my Starks jersey to school, and like all of my friends were Rockets fans, and I was sitting pretty. I was looking good until what was it? They were up three two. I was like, yeah, we about to take this. Next thing you know, they lost. And man, they, those people clown me so bad. But I, I still stuck with the Knicks, and I still root for them. Having moved away from Houston. Uh, I root for the Rockets now. Well, actually, I started rooting for them when they got Yao Ming. So when they got rid of Hakeem and all the people from that Clutch City era, that's when I actually started rooting for them because I didn't like any of them. But 
That's whatever, man. It's all good. It's all good. And now you're in what Ari Spears calls white people's Africa. Yeah, man. There's there's <laughs> there's me. There's me. Let's see. There's me. There's all the Utah Jazz players. Uh, there's like the two African people who were next to me at the farmers market yesterday. Right. There's like eight other black people. No, the they, five the five other black people on the BYU college football team. Yeah, yeah, the, the five the five that are just there because they got a scholarship. They're not really Mormon, so That's yeah, right. it's wild. You wild? Nah, nah. Anyway, next up, next shot. All right, this shot. All right, what group has done more damage to the black community? The government or a bunch of milk crates stacked in the shape of a pyramid? It always be the government because I'm the dumbass. <laughs> I'm the dumbass that wants to do the milk crate trick. <laughs> but, but the CIA hasn't come to my block yet to drop some crates. Oh, oh man. the conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Mm. Ah, that's why. All right. Let's see here. Next shot up, we got. If it were a cage match battle of the greatest, in your book, the greatest rapper from the 90s and the greatest rapper from today in a winner take all freestyle. Who will win? It's easy. This it's my nineties. And because if you know, I'm not a fan of top fives because top fives are subjective, but I have yeah. my personal top five. Yeah. My number one is KRS one. Okay. As I mention him all the time. Mm-hmm. He is the five tool MC. Like he's mm-hmm. that dude that can do it all. And especially go off the top. Right. Yeah. Most of these cats nowadays. You listen to them, they don't even rap over a TV track. They rapping over the lyrics that shows. Mm-hmm. Now, it depends on where you're picking from in this day. If you're going to the world of battle rap, which I I don't know if I mentioned to y'all, I used to work in battle rap with Rare Breed Entertainment. I used okay. to I think I, heard, work yeah. I think I heard that on one of your episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you talking I about used, that on the yeah, But I used to work I used to work for RBE. Shout out to my men ARP and Shaka, these are two cats that I went to high school with. They were like a grade below me, a grade or two below me, but good, solid brothers, man, with an amazing platform. Mm-hmm. But if you're taking somebody like a DNA, who off the top, that kid is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, Chef Trez is actually a good off top. But even still, I think DNA could give KRS a run off the top, but he's not beating KRS one. That, that, yeah. There we go. Yeah. If we're going off top, quote unquote, freestyle battle, KRS one all day. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. What, what if you pick? What if you pick somebody that's mainstream today? Do you even know anybody who who would even who would even like? Hold, I don't know. There's nobody. Only, off, <laughs> only no. Only only person off top that can hang with them is my number two that is still relevant today, and that's Jay Z. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. about it. That's, yeah. I yeah. mean, off top, off top, and that's known. "Quote unquote" in the mad over the mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just realized something. Excuse me for the age thing before. I I realized what it was is I'm older than y'all in podcast years. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. All good. Cool. There you go. What's up? What's what you got? All right, man. Uh, if you had a time machine, any type of time machine, uh, Back to the Future. DeLorean style, whatever. What time period would you most want to visit? 60s. Free love, clean drugs, and, <laughs> that, and nudity. That's a, nice. that's a great answer. I love that. 
<laughs> nudity, Let's, despite the racism. But it, you know, I, I, the sixties, the sixties, or yeah, the sixties, or whenever Kennedy was around, just to see what America was really like around him, and to see what the vibe was mm-hmm. at that time. Because if you know, it, with, with Kennedy, to me, Kennedy was like to me like the last great president. Some people dispute that, but he was the last president that I noted in my research that real change was really about to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped that for a reason. Oh, yeah. Yep. But definitely the nudity and the drugs and the free sex and love and yeah. the 60s. Like Clean drugs. I like that. <laughs> Clean. <laughs> remember Clean how drugs. much... You remember how much a nickel bag cost in my day? (laughs) 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 Nickel bag costs a nickel. All right, let's see here. Next shot up, shot five. If you could draft one of these QBs again and let them lead the Eagles today, knowing how their career went, who would it be? Donovan or Randall? Your sister's ass. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. <laughs> <laughs> you pick, you pick to be the greatest Eagles quarterback in the history of the team, which is Donovan McNabb. Yeah. Versus the one of the two reasons why I'm an Eagles fan. Yes. I'm taking Randall because he made me love the team. He didn't get the opportunity. McNabb was there mm-hmm. and threw up in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's no shot at that because there was a lot more that happened in that game more than McNabb mm-hmm. he showed up T.O. wouldn't have had 123 reception yards if it wasn't for McNabb mm-hmm. but I'm taking Randall Cunningham because at that time Randall was there Reggie White was there which he was the reason why I'm truly an Eagles fan yeah. Jerome Brown was there that whole incredible defense Buddy Ryan all they would have had a Super Bowl and Re- and Reggie White might not have left for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll take Randall. Reggie well, White. I'm thinking in that era, but you said now. Yeah. Right I definitely take Randall Cunningham in today's era would be what Lamar Jackson is now, but better, Ooh. more accurate quarterback. I never even made that connection, man. But yeah, you, uh, Randall. <laughs> Man, watching Randall, watching Randall, obviously watching both of them play, but watching Randall Cunningham play back in the day, he he transcended the position more than anybody else had at that point. And he, unfortunately for him, he was well beyond, he, he was early, you know, well, well before his time. Like you said, if he came back today, it would basically be him, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes as the only three quarterbacks you ever hear about. There'd be Brady. There'd be Brady just because of maybe his history with the Patriots. But other than that, those would be the three guys that ESPN would lead off with every show. Yeah, Randall was doing what Vic was doing when Vic Mm -hmm. came in the league. Just Vic made it look a little more dynamic. Lamar Jackson in Louisville looked like a freaking Madden character. Like, Mm -hmm. he looked like the glitchy player from NCAA college football back in the the day. Like... He was yeah. that dude that, that you know, you played the game and all of a sudden you're losing to somebody 70 to 20 online. And mm-hmm. shit, and, you know, like That was Lamar Jackson. Randall Cunningham was doing all of that. Plus, mm-hmm. with a cannon, 
that would hit you on a dime over 70, 70 yards, 77 yards. Plus, the man great. punted in the game. What quarterback punts for like almost? I forgot how big the punt was. It was almost sixty plus yard punt. Yeah, it was but a good like, punt. Come on now, come on. And to top it off, lesser known fact: your man used to wear fourteen. I think it's fourteen karat gold shoelaces on his shoulder pads. Okay. Back in the day. <laughs> really? Yeah, so. I, I, Randall, Randall, Randall is my guy, man. But Don Don is my guy too. He's the first Eagles jersey I've ever owned. The McNabb jersey. Man. Yeah. That's that's like telling me to pick which one of my children are the best. Yeah, man. Yeah. See, I was I wanted to go that angle because I was like, you know what, Vic was great, you know, in you know for the period he was with the Eagles, but he didn't get drafted by them. And then I would not I would not put Wentz in the category because you know what, he didn't play your Super Bowl. So, you know, uh, but he, but he was all right. <laughs> If it wasn't for Carson Wentz, we wouldn't have been put in that position to make it to the Super Bowl. If he didn't get hurt, right? Or if he, he didn't play as ring. well as he did, oh, of he course still he did. On the roster, if he ring. didn't play as well as he did, you know, up to the point where he got hurt, and then obviously, you know, Fold took it over. But that's cool. That's cool. All right, good answer. Good answer. I like it, Jay. All ahead. right. Well, this question may not be as long and, and thought out, but uh, when you were a kid. What did you think was the coolest job in the world that you wanted to be? All right, so coolest job is NFL or professional wrestler, which I still still have thoughts at 41 to go train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like thoughts and prayers and well wishes to my body, but <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, either pro, either NFL pro wrestler or actually me even a baseball player because baseball was my first game ricky yeah. henderson is my all-time favorite so yeah. professional athlete is it professional athlete in one of the ways one of one of the ways i mentioned yeah that's dope yeah yeah, dope. yeah. i mean i used to love wrestling as well but it's hard to keep up with it now i mean mm-hmm. it's hard to keep up it's yeah. not as hard as you think, man. Listen, come on, listen to the homie B Rob show. Man. I know, oh, yeah, we're that's, true. that's true. That's true. That's we on true, it. Man. We on there. We on there. My last yeah. episode of the mayor's office. Mm-hmm. We just talked about yeah. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, SummerSlam. Y'all talking yeah. about? Yeah, I, I just saw y'all live on YouTube. Uh, was that a few days ago? I think it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we was with B. Was with uh was on with B Rob on Friday. With the yeah. wrestling is trash. Mm-hmm. There's it's yeah. it, there is a lot going on right now, and the wrestling mm-hmm. business is at one of the greatest times I think we've all ever seen right now because there's just so much life being injected and infused into it, uh, from your New Japan's to now the AEW here in America, who mm-hmm. to me is doing a phenomenal job over what the WWE is doing, but yet mm-hmm. the WWE. Though they have so many shows, at least one of them is still a phenomenal project and, yeah. and product. And that is SmackDown. The yeah, NXT right. product was their best wrestling show, but they're about to probably fuck that all up now with the changes that they're making and stuff. But yeah. there's so much, there's so much out there that you can find a lane and stick it that and yeah. it's quality. Yeah, uh, it's it's wild, man. A uh, couple things. Uh, so yeah it's funny we talk about wrestling because just you know we do pizza picnic every friday night and the other night my wife picked a movie it was called like the main event you know for us to watch with our kids and it was about this little kid who yeah, yeah, uh, wanted to be a wrestler 
you know, and, and they were they had NXT on there, they had the Miz on there, and they were talking about trying to get on the NXT. So I thought that was funny. But we uh CJ and I, our our grandfather, uh, you know, because we're, you know, I guess my mom and his dad are brother and sister. So our grandfather on that side used to watch wrestling all the time. All yeah. the time. So anytime I would visit, he would have one of the wrestling uh, uh you yeah. know wcw yeah. or wwf uh back then yeah but I, i'll yeah, tell you my, my other say, in the oh, south is different no i'm mm-hmm. sorry I, I, my apologies no i was gonna okay. say and see in the south is different like the south wrestling was like literally like how we treat the four major sports up here you know what i'm saying uh-huh. like yeah 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 no i was gonna say my other grandfather my mom's dad if we thought our grandfather was a wrestling fiend. He mm-hmm. was like ten times beyond that because it was WWF every time it came on. Mm-hmm. He'd be at the house. WCW every time it came on. Right after Hee Haw, we'd watch Glow. <laughs> so, Glow. That's what I'm Glow. talking about. Yeah. Oh, Fiji. That's funny. Big bad mama. Yes. Yeah. Damn, who best times, man. See, now, yo, thinking about that era, because that was like that mid-late 80s, mm-hmm. do y'all remember, I forgot which, which uh, after which wrestling it came on after, do y'all remember the rock and roller games? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rock, 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 <laughs> rock and rock, rock and roller games? Oh, yeah, I used that to love it. Shit, I, that made me want to do freaking roller derby, and mm-hmm. like... Man, I, I used to want to do that. It made me so sad when it finally went off. But uh-huh. it's funny. There, there's like a there's a roller derby league up here. I see. I know like I have some friends on Instagram or something like that who compete in roller derby up here. It's wild, man. I, I want to go watch it one day. That's dope. But then thinking about that, I mean, we could fall down a rabbit hole of all them type of shows like American Gladiators or oh, I, or Mortal Kombat before the video came out. WMAC Mess. Mm-hmm. All those. <laughs> all those. See? Yeah. They're, they're like they had like a million of those shows. I don't know why they stopped. Maybe they, they didn't get enough funding. Maybe people got hurt and they couldn't they couldn't pay for their medical bill. I don't know what it was, but uh that was that was like a good golden era. And it's probably because everybody's doing cocaine and they're just like, you know what? We just gonna do this coke. <laughs> if we get hurt, we won't be able to feel it. <laughs> yeah, right. I ain't gonna feel it. <laughs> Imagine them with the Milk Cake Challenge. Oh. <laughs> oh man, you know somebody like Mankind would take that with with ease. Yep. Uh, do you what? What is who is your who is your favorite wrestler from? I guess of all time, maybe like whoever was your favorite that got you into wrestling. Whoever. My favorite has like changed over the years. My number one now all time, rest in peace, Eiji Izaki, aka Hayabusa. Guy from Japan, um, I'm sure if you've seen some pictures of me wearing my uh, COVID face protection, I've had I have several different iterations of his mask. And go yeah. if, if there's anybody anything to watch of him, go watch him in FMW and watch him in, with against like Atsushi Onita exploding barbed wire ring match. Mm-hmm. Electrify, electrify barbed wire exploding ring matches. The nice. dude, but yeah, he he did that hardcore deathmatch style in in some respects. But as a just wrestler in general, mat on the mat, high flyer, or 
this dude was incredible. He made Ric Flair, in my personal opinion, fall to number two, but that's okay. just for me. Even though Ric Flair is the goat of all Ric goats, Flair drip. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My one of my first greatest of all time for me was Kurt Henning, Mister Perfect. Mister Perfect, yeah. And then, and then Vader was my all-time favorite big man. Vader was my all-time favorite big man. So that that's a top four, if anything. But oh, all of them, all of them placed number one in my life at one point in, in one time. Point, yeah, yeah. Uh, so hold on a second. I gotta, I gotta go back. Uh, so you said exploding barbed wire, electric, uh, exploding electrified barbed wire match, exploding ring. Like did all that yeah. actually happen? Well, the, the ring, the ring doesn't exactly explode. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> man, I gotta see this. Yeah, hold on. Let me see something. Let me oh, let me try shit. to find it. Uh, Wow, um, that's dope. yeah. It the the ring doesn't. It's the way the dramatics are set up for it. It's uh, it's crazy. Let me see. I, I found it. Let me see if we could. Let me, do I have the ability to screen share with y'all? No, I don't. Uh, let me see. No, I don't. I just have to set it up. You'd have to make me a co-host so I could show you. Might just so I could show you a piece. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Share screen. I, I, I fast forwarded in the YouTube to show you. Okay. Uh, let's see if it lets me do that. All right. I think you could do it now. See if it works. No, host disabled uh, screen share. Bruh. Let's see here. Let's see participants. Yeah, Jared, you're the host. It says Wiki Ian. That's my partner's name. Who? Uh, okay. He's been using the Zoom. That's why I'm not on there. Uh, where do I go to let you screen share, though? Because I thought I just did that. Will you go on to screen part- share? Go, no, go to participants, hover over my name, and click more. Okay. I got with you. A three, with a dots off. Yeah, here we go. I, I know you're not going to have and... to chop it up. And... So let's see. There you go. There you go. You're the host now. Go for it. All right, I'll just do this just to show you, and then we could definitely take it off. Are you good? All right, here we go. Wow, look at that. So they are in a bar wire. Mm. What? What? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, everything, man, uh, if I if I was in the crowd, I think I would die, like for real. I mean, I know they come there for that, but man. Yeah, this this is the end of the match. Like That's real blood. Oh, yeah. Is that a milk crate? Is it yeah, a milk, milk crate? <laughs> <laughs> it's milk crates of water. Wow. It's milk crates of water so they could uh they could uh clean themselves up and Yeah, so that's that that was that. You could take me off a whole stuff. That's why. Wow. That's See, why. I, I think you gotta I, I think you have to relinquish it. It's all right, but oh, yeah, yeah. I think I if you. it was if it was me, I would throw my competitor into the into the barbed wire that's electrified, then throw the water on them at the same time. I mean, if it was nah, a real, nah, nah, nah. real death match, <laughs> kill somebody. <laughs> if it's a death match, you know what I'm trying to say. You gotta oh, take them out. But then again, I know, I know it's theatrics. You know what I'm trying to say. But hey, that's that's the real right there. I guess I don't know if you yeah, really yeah. try to kill somebody, but I guess they <laughs> they have to make the show go on, and you really don't want to try to actually kill somebody. So well, there's and when it comes to death match wrestling, there's 
far worse. Like mm-hmm. they've gotten to a level of that. I don't watch it like I used to because I love what they did in Japan. But Japan mm-hmm. had a lot more of the ridiculousness. Like there was some where they had like a cactus in the corners, like type death matches. Uh-huh. So yeah, you would get whipped what? into the turnbuckle on a real cactus. No, um, they had no, they had yeah. one, they had one where there was a, a piranha match uh-huh. where they had a, they had a tank of piranhas. And you had to get thrown in that case of Come piranhas on, for a ten nah, count. Nah, nah. Yeah, no, dead. for real. For, for, for real. They wild Scorp- with that. Scorpion death matches where you had to get thrown in the thing a case a call from the scorpions and yeah, yeah no, they was dead. they was wilding. They was wilding. You know the the Japanese is, you know yeah. they you, we see them on them tube sites where they got like them butt sniffing challenges and all. Yeah, it they, is crazy. They weird. Yeah, they yeah. weird. Yeah, I mean they they weird according to American standards. If you you ever seen that TV show called what is it like Total Extreme Elimination? Yeah, they probably. Do these, they do probably. all these. It's it's like a Japanese show and they have it overdubbed in English. You know, trying to make it a comedy, but they have these people doing like some crazy like obstacle course stunts. Uh, you know, and it's like it's like before that show Wipeout ever yeah. even was imagined. Right, right. And yeah, they, they do I some wild have. stuff. Yeah, they do some wild yeah. stuff. Or wow. the, the Japanese, see, this is why I don't watch Ninja War, American Ninja Warrior, mm-hmm. because they just totally stole the whole Japanese mm-hmm. one. And the, oh, yeah. the yep. Japanese one used to be the shit. They Remember, there was always that old man that would come out with the octopus in the beginning mm-hmm. and then would lose yep. on, like, the first obstacle. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The Japanese are innovative, but they crazy. They, they innovative as hell, but they crazy as hell. And once, I love it. <laughs> once again, once again, Americans stealing somebody else's culture, or maybe exactly. maybe not Americans, but maybe we know who the colonizers. Anyway, here we I, go. I know I'm I'm good for rabbit hole and segue, and so yeah, yeah I know we're up, oh, to, we're up to number six. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I think it's seven. No, no, it's eight. I no, got no. two left. I just hey, go. I got two left too. Yeah, so we on seven. Um, here we go. So. If you could reverse gentrify the Philly cheesesteak, what hood food or soul food staple would you put on it? If you could reverse gentrify it from being a white sandwich, whatever you want to call it. Uh, well, cheesesteak is, it's been gentrified by way of what has been going on in New York City with this damn chopped cheese. I would just eliminate the chopped cheese mm-hmm. and just keep the cheese steak. That's it. That's what I would do. I wouldn't add nothing to it. I wouldn't add nothing to it. I love cheese steaks the way they are. And it's funny enough, people swear I'm they people people from up here ask me advice about uh-huh. when they go to Philly where to go for cheese steaks. And I'm from up here. <laughs> like I'm from I'm from Staten Island, New York. I'm not from Philly. I'm just an Eagles fan. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got a, I got a question for you then. So like a chopped cheese, I mean that's basically like a Philly cheesecake steak with what, like just tomato and lettuce added to. It? Like is that the only? It's, di- a, it's a chopped cheese is a freaking hamburger broken up on the grill uh, to look to look like a fake cheese steak with cheese, but then you know people put the people people put lettuce, tomato, <laughs> mayo. I hate mayonnaise, stuff. but yeah, they put all that crap. They, it's a damn cheeseburger broken up on the griddle. Wow. That's all the chopped cheese is. So, so I would I would eliminate the gentrification by way of bringing the 
chop cheese to life and just keep the damn cheesesteak. Cheesesteaks are great enough as it. Yeah, you're right. That's wild. Yeah, so if I did if I did a if I did a barbecue like short video about making a chopped cheese, I would do just it. get I would just get a burger I would just get a burger patty and put it on my griddle and just go yeah, to town. Yeah, do it. But but no, but real shit. Do it. Bring you know that what? shit out to Utah. What's so what's so wild is, man, I actually I actually recorded uh I I recorded a um, a video to make a Philly cheesesteak soul food, like Southern soul food style Philly cheesesteak. I have I it all recorded. I just haven't edited it yet. I, I have it. Yeah. It's in my hopper right now to edit and I'm gonna post it. Um, but yeah, it whew, it was it was a good sound. It was like, it was bigger than your face. Like it was bigger than like half your body, but it was worth it. I remember you, I remember, that's what it was. I remember you talked about it on the yeah, show. I remember yeah. you talked about it. I, I wanted to see the finished product. I'm gonna like, I'm I'm drop it. It was, it was wild, man. It was wild. Cheese steak's bigger than your face though. Pause. Uh, there's, a spot. <laughs> there's a spot. Open up. But there's a spot in South Jersey uh, that J shout out to JP, my brother. He put me on to called Gatano's. Mm -hmm. A large sandwich is maybe about an 18 foot hero roll. Mm -hmm. I don't say hoagie. I'm a New Yorker. It's yeah. a hero, not a hoagie. Yeah. So it's about maybe 18 inches. It's it's literally you can't really tell the difference, but it's it like this long. Like a half of it would be a regular sandwich in most places. See, that's it's that's why like when when Subway came out and said they got a foot long or got the six inch, that's never really accurate. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like 10 yeah, inches. Yeah, if if you pause, if you eliminate the yoga mat out of it first, then <laughs> it, it, it all reduces it all reduces down some they, they added yoga mat for fluffiness right yeah yeah try to make it, you know they try try to everybody wants to make their bread bigger you know what i'm trying to say everybody's yeah. hoagie roll they just want to make I it know. larger my wife and is fine with my yeah, wife is that's... fine with my bread but you know. <laughs> I like to make it bigger too. <laughs> oh, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure we still talking about stuff to eat. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, let's go. Number all eight. right, next up, next up. All right, all right, man. You you already you already kind of sort of answered this. We are already part of your 2021 bucket list. But what is on your overall life bucket list? Life bucket list is to well, I already own a business, but retirement goal was to own a, a building and have a radio station but the radio station would be mostly talk radio consistent of podcasters like yourselves like b rob like my man lude everything podcast that's absurd podcast ladies love hip-hop like uh the owner's box my people's uh to have all of us people who are podcasters on my level that are not on the Joe Rogans, the Joe mm. Buttons, the bigger name people to have a platform and would be a new form of talk radio by way of podcast. Even though podcasting has been that, I would like to bring it to like a 24 hour, seven day a week, con consistently streaming platform yeah. as, a as a network. That would be dope. That would actually that be really dope. dope. Yeah. And it can, it could, it can on it. Just keep, keep us involved. We'll, we'll say, uh, we'll, we'll say, oh, I don't know a lot less. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, y'all, I trust me, y'all would be people that I reach, I would reach out to. Yeah, 
it's yeah. just a level it's just a matter of consistency which i'm thankful that you brothers have gotten back to mm-hmm. some level of consistency but yeah. when i when i when i host the black penny gauntlet pan, panel discussion mm-hmm. about content creating and things like that the number one i think i preach to people about this game it's all about consistency yeah right it's, true. it's all about consistency and if you're not <laughs> going to be consistent at least let the people know what's going on. Like, yeah. I even failed at that because we took off almost about a month. Not to my doing, but to my partners being busy and things like that and coordinating schedules on the day that they agreed to record with. But I, that's another rabbit hole for another yeah. day. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's all about just being being consistent. And just at least one, if you're going to give at least once a week, stick to your once a week you're yeah. gonna go bi-weekly stick to your bi-weekly but at least let the people know where you are in between then so you don't lose your family yeah yeah that's true that makes sense yeah that, that makes sense and yeah we you know what i think every summer i think we found at least over the past like maybe two years maybe three years we have like like a month time frame where life is just way too busy either work or traveling to visit people or people coming to visit us and it just it just is what it is so i think you know we and and when COVID started it was wild man for a while we were just like you know sporadic and i'd call that mainly on me but yeah you know it was uh it was wild but overall you know we're nor- we normally try to stay fairly consistent and that's the thing to try to do it and just try to say hey this is like today on sundays is normally the day you know day and time normally pretty early for for us to make it happen because that's the moment that we can cut out every week uh, to be able to do it. So yeah, so that's that that's accurate. And I'll tell you what, man. Another thing in growing the in growing, you know, my my business brand myself. One of those things that I saw that I learned pretty early, or I guess not pretty early. It took me a long time to learn it. Excuse me to learn it was uh, that yeah, if you post every week, you need to post the same days or the same amount of days or maybe every single day or maybe two times a day to continue to grow and to keep your fan base, to keep everybody connected. And that's the only way to, to stay relevant. Otherwise people forget you. And then they send you a message saying, Hey, are you, are you all right? You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. So you're, you're dead on accurate with that, man. Dead on accurate. So let's see here. All right. Next up, I have one and then you have one. So here's my number nine shot. If you could go viral by creating a TikTok trend, what would you go viral for? Wow. Uh, TikTok trend viral for that. What I would go viral for? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know because you know what it is? It's like, I, 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 I mean, I want to go viral for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, damn, like I would have to really bring the evil out of me. Like maybe just like random slappings in the street or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. something like that. Walking up and slap people, like this nigga just slapping people on the streets. <laughs> All right. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that. That's cool. That's cool. All like, right. Yeah, random slappings or something. I'm with it. I'm with it. And yeah, y'all do have a TikTok, the Starting Five Podcast. Y'all go. Yeah, follow that's that. me. Y'all yep. go follow that. Cool. All right, Jay. All right, last shot. You're the last man on earth. You're now in a world full of women 
and you need a playlist to maintain your sanity, deal with potential nagging, potential catfights, and potentially repopulating the planet as best you could, what would be your top three songs to deal with all of this? I'm glad you said songs. And see, <laughs> now, now, because I honestly, like, I, I'm so absorbed into podcasts that I barely listen to music. Um, but now, all right, here's, here's I, I got to ask about a caveat in this situation. Okay. Is it that all of these artists have died because they just zapped me off the face of the earth? No, their their catalogs are oh. still here. Um, sorry, I was saying. So, like these artists, like the music is here, but they died, right? Yes. You're saying or mm-hmm. okay, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, baby making, baby making, <laughs> and. Keep insanity. Uh, damn. Damn. There's too many. Freak. There's too many joints. Damn. I. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I I, I gotta give y'all. I gotta hit y'all with the I don't know on your show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I that. Payback. I yeah. Y'all got you got that's payback right there. You got me. I'm I'm gonna concede on that one because I damn damn I don't wow. yeah it's a tough one yeah yeah no that's yeah because I don't I don't need music to make babies I, I'll do it to ESPN what? I don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's okay no, 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 okay no, no, no. <laughs> so so let's let's take the baby making out of it let's just take the baby making out of it and just Even dealing with you being the only man on earth something that's gonna keep you keep you going. Mm-hmm. Or let's just say something right now that you got to put in just that'll inspire you to keep on going. Well, all right. So, well, I guess, all right. Biggie, Sky's the Limit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess money probably wouldn't be an issue, but I got to add Wu-Tang, uh, Cream. Mm-hmm. And then I guess my next favorite Wu-Tang instrumental, I'd have to put It's Yours. From the Wu Tang Forever album, and uh, I guess because I, I'm I, as my boy calls me, the Barry Sanders of driving, so I have to drive and get escape people. Then I got to put Ghostface Daytona 500. That's the what I could think of off top. There's other joints I like. I'm sure I could dig out a Dilla joint. I'm sure I could dig out a Buster joint, or 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 some you know. There's too much shit I could. You know, probably some action Bronson or something. I could finally, oh, okay. I, oh yes, sob sob music. If you ever heard that, I've seen the video for sob music. They just got fat women in the video. That'd have been dope. <laughs> um, something to cool the brain probably would be something from like Jill Squat, Jill Scott, or Jill Squat. I was gonna say Jill Squat. She got an OnlyFans I almost, met, I almost messed that up, but I wouldn't mind the Jill squad though. I ain't gonna lie. Man. That that might be my whole, my wife knows about that one. She that might be Uh-oh. I didn't even pass, but my wife knows. She's she knows. But um <laughs> maybe maybe music from this group Quadrant. This woman Coco okay. dope. Uh shit. I probably have to have Tyler Our Futures around there somewhere in my playlist of music. Uh uh Damn man. 
or on some rock shit. Like I, I keep it black and put uh, from the band Death from their album for the world to see. Which side note, and I'll end with that. Watch the movie if y'all can find it. A band called Death. It's about these three brothers, the Hackney brothers, who. I was schooling these white dudes that that are into punk and hardcore stuff like that at work. If if it wasn't for racism, this is another reason why I picked the 60s before, too. If it wasn't for racism, these brothers could be credited with starting punk, starting punk rock music, even though it, the credits like that went to like the Ramones and stuff. Mm. But racism, racism kept getting these people. No, we can't sign you because nobody will believe that from a black band. Go listen to them. What was the name of the uh the movie is called A Band movie. Called It's a documentary. It's called A Band Called Death. But the name of the band is called Death and the album is called For the World to See. It's only twenty seven minutes. It flies okay. by, but the music is beautiful. Check that out. Yep, but yeah. All right. It's kinda hard to cool. keep it to just one joint. Three joints. But three go-tos is what I gave you. Something to drive crazy away from people. Mm. Something to remember, hey, this I'm the only man left, so it's yours. And cash rules everything around me. Crazy. And sky's the limit. This guy, you know. Hey, can't stop at just one if I'm the only man on earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, that's cool. Well, uh, thank you very much, Dan, for taking them 10 shots to the dome. We know that you'd be sitting there eating a cheesesteak because it's not chopped cheese, but chilling in the 60s while watching the wrestling ring explode, getting a Jill <laughs> squat, Jill squat. So, cash rules everything around you. So, all right, good deal. Well, thank you for that. Next up is voicemails. We gonna hear yeah. from a few people or a couple people, uh, one that we know and one that I'm trying to figure out who this is because the uh, the uh, the name did not pop up. But hey, Jay, why don't you tell the people where and how they can leave us a voicemail? All right, people, 3853BLAKPC or 385-325-2572 is where you can call, leave us a little voicemail, let us know uh, if you had any specific answers to any of these questions, what would it be? Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Jill Squad. I'm still picturing that. So here we go. First Jill up. Squad. I like and that. that was and that was an ultimate slip up. Y'all caught that quick. It's all right though. It's all right. <laughs> Sound hey. like porn star name though. Hey, we would and I don't think none of us would mind. She I mean she definitely no, has no. the OnlyFans, you know, whoever Jill Squad is. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Three, hey, you know that. You know it. Here we go. Three, two, one. Yeah, it's your world famous friend, Jay Don Negro, and I'm world famous because that's how the world works. You say you're famous, and then the world responds to it accordingly. But I'm calling in to talk about the weird kid, the weird kid I remember from school. There was a kid I don't remember his name. Let's just say his name was Lamont. And you know, the 80s, we all we're all roughly the same age, so we went to school in the 80s, and everything changed weren't comfortable doing in school. And when you're like eight, nine, ten years old, you're conscious of your body, you really don't want to use the restroom if you don't have to, especially 
that stove didn't have doors on it. So you would go in there and Lamont would be taking a shit <laughs> at this toilet that was built in 1932. And, you know, it's it everywhere. And it's just watching he'd be singing and doing whatever it took to help him through that moment. And it's just like, I got to wash my hands and stand at this sink that has this metal screen that's reflective and polished like a mirror and Lamont's in my reflection taking a shit. <laughs> he did other weird things, but, you know, he's a weird adult now, so I don't even feel any kind of way about him. Like, dude is confident in his weirdness. Um, I wish I could black out the memory of Lamont taking a shit as a kid in boy's restaurant, but I can't. So I'll just black out and end this message. Peace out, know, Wow. Lamont. The author Nothing. of the Shorty Shit Stain name, boo. <laughs> Shorty Shit Stain name. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Did you ever encounter any weird kids when you were young? Every kid, every every neighborhood had the kid who peed the bed too much. So uh, what we called, we called, his name was Deshaun. We called him Peapot. But he was he was my cu- my friend's cousin, and we just made fun of him on the block. But um, I I shit I just remember elementary school like we we kind of all did dumb shit. Like if one kid tried to eat paper, we tried to you know tried to eat paper. Somebody tried tried to eat glue, we might have tasted a little bit. Like it was weird like that. Not like weird like I'm just gonna be staring at you hard in the mirror like. While I'm taking the shit weird, like nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. not that weird, not that weird. Hey, boy. But everybody had a pee, everybody had a pee pot or a piss or a pissy pants or, like I said, a shorty shit stain something. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, I don't know. I, That's funny. I can't remember. I there, there's there's things, but it was it was always weird watching. It, it was always weird. Yeah, going to the restroom. Yeah, and seeing kids go pee like at the at the what you call it the um, the urinal on the wall, mm-hmm. and like they standing right in front of it and they hit the floor. I'm like, bro, you are on top of it. How are you always missing? And the whole floor got a big yellow puddle on it, and then you got to go and pee in the urinal. So, okay, well, thank you very much. I'm sorry about that ridiculousness that is called Zoom. And I think I, I signed up for the thing and it just restarted. So I think I had to close that out that we were already yeah. in and start from the website fresh. So yeah, yeah so we good. Okay, so yeah, so we talk about weird stuff kids did. All right, here we go. So next up, we got our second voicemail and we hear from our Memphis correspondent. Here we go, three, two, one. What up you guys, this is Memphis Diva 99. Um, hope all is well. Um, I'm just getting back from Florida from riding my motorcycle and Florida owes me a whole bunch of shit. Owes me mm-hmm. money for sunscreen for burning me up and COVID. Yeah, I contracted COVID <clears throat> oh, in Florida. So I'm in isolation until August 30th and uh, I'm okay. I've been vaccinated <clears throat> the first time. So they really kind of helped me out a lot. Mask up, people. Mask up even with folks that you cool. Just mask up. Don't go to Florida. It's, it's bad down there. 
I just kind of did some research and and even though I really <laughs> I, I stayed most of the time in my hotel room sleeping, thinking it's the weather, but I guess you know. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm at home. I'll probably be calling y'all a lot, bugging y'all. So, how y'all doing? All right. I just came back from Florida. Fine. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. last week we did Disney. Yeah. We did we did four parks in Disney and we came back fine. So That's good. speedy recovery, Kayla. Speedy yeah, recovery. For sure, them, definitely. them young boys need you out there, girl. They really, really, really do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. She left a message a couple days later. Here we go. Hey y'all, it's me, Memphis Diva, the COVID chick. I got plenty of time to just harass people uh, since I'm on quarantine. Right now, I'm in my car. <clears throat> and my cousin said, I'm not coming over there, but I'll meet you and just open up your trunk. And I'll throw you groceries in. So that's what she did. <clears throat> Threw groceries in my trunk and blew a horn and took off. Hey, at least I got my favorite food. Um, so Candyman is out, you, mm. you know, and uh, the new movie, I'm probably going to check it out on my fire stick, but, uh, you know, I, I never was one to say his name five times, no way, um, so we're going to see how that is, um, that's about it with me, I'm taking my meds and filling up with vitamin C and all that good crap. She, she followed up that message three minutes later, so we just going to tack this one on real quick. Here we go. Oh, it's me again. I figured I'll call and harass y'all. It's me, Memphis Diva. So this is our COVID correspondent. You know, COVID is on the rise out here in Texas and Florida and uh, uh, I believe Mississippi. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, some people still against the, the vaccine, and if, if you are, that's your choice, but please wear y'all, man. Don't be like me, thinking you're a super person. Yeah, me. But, uh, yeah, wear your mask, and make sure you got vitamin C and zinc and oranges and emergency. You know, just keep that immune system going on and all that good stuff and uh i'm blacking out shit i'm in quarantine i'm quarantined out it's a bull crap my neighbors keep saying why are you at home why don't people keep coming on the porch <sighs> those people are my brothers uh making fun of me not making fun of me but like sit your ass down maybe god's trying to tell you to stay in the house sometimes I ain't got no kids. I'm single. What, what do y'all expect for me to do? But I will start wearing masks all the time now. 
still recovering. Uh, I guess as we record today, she'll be done with quarantine tomorrow. So hopefully a speedy recovery to Kayla. Uh, Absolutely. And yeah, definitely, uh, you know, definitely just mind your P's and Q's wherever you're going because you never know, you know. But yeah, like she said, you know, definitely keep that vitamin C going or emergency or whatever you can. Airborne, shoot, have you around people. Just take a little gummy vitamin, you'd be all right. All right, cool. <laughs> so let's see here. So we got, we do have a few topics uh, we want to try to hop into uh, real quick. And since you're on the I'm show, and since, since y'all since y'all talk, you know, sports a lot. So Jay, Jay's team is the Saints. I'm a Giants fan. I'm a Giants fan. I'm also a Texans fan. Uh, just from, from being in Houston, I hate the Cowboys forever. Uh, and yeah, and I know you're an Eagles fan. So what do you and think about I hate the Cowboys forever too. Man, I'm telling you. I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna tell you something <laughs> as well. So even though even though the Eagles is the Giants, uh, uh, you know, is one of the Giants um, rivals, I always used to root for the Eagles against everybody else in the division especially the Cowboys. Anytime they play the Cowboys, I hope they stomp the Cowboys, right? Uh, even though I probably should just wish for everybody to tie in those situations. Um, so so I got a question for you from the, from, from the mayor, the starting five, uh, you know, uh, podcast, uh, uh, you know, leader who looks, sound like you're about to play some Mario right now. Um, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> that's cool, that man. Me. That's cool. Uh, what, what do you think about our team? What do you think about our team chances? Everybody's team chance, because, you know, the Saints trying to replace Drew Brees. You know, we got a whole situation in Houston with Deshaun Watson, who has all kinds of legal stuff. And then the Giants trying to make Danny Dimes, I don't know, actually look like a quarterback. And then you got Jalen Hurts and now Gardner Minshew. Like, what is happening with all these teams? What you think? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't realize. You know, I have been so out of tune with this preseason this year, mm-hmm. keeping a thousand percent honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't trust. I don't trust Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. as a whole. I mean, I wish the brother success for obvious reasons, but I'm just not sold on him. I wasn't even sold on him in college until I seen him in Oklahoma, where I was saying, "All right, you know what." He might have to change. You might change my tune on him. Seeing him there, working in a more free flowing <laughs> offense under Lincoln Riley, mm-hmm. but um, I'm still not sold as Jalen as a pro. You know, everything looks good and flashy when you come in in the second half of the season like you did last year yeah. and look good. Now, I he he does look accurate at times, so I hope he keeps that up. I don't have the highest of hopes for my team this season because I'm a realist. I look at things across the board, even with the addition of uh, Ryan Kerrigan from the Redskins or the Washington football team. He does make that defensive line that has already been deep even stronger. But we last last season was crap for us because we suffered so many injuries. And that was kind of the downfall for Carson Wentz, too, because Mm -hmm. you're telling somebody to turn shit into sugar. Mm hmm. And people didn't want to account for all the injuries. So I, I don't know what to expect of my Eagles. I did call for last place, but I have a feeling we'll do better than that. I have a feeling, personal feeling, that I think the the, the football team might win the division this year. It's still crazy that we got to call them the football team. But um, still ain't got a name. I, yeah. yeah, like I, mm-hmm. I believe Dak is kind of still injured. 
He didn't mm-hmm. perform this preseason, but I thought I heard that he kind of had a setback to practice. So, you know, even though Dallas, you could look at them offensively as much better than where they were, this is still the same defensive crap hole that the the, the Cowboys are under. Um, mm-hmm. The Saint, your Saints. I'm glad that they gave Jameis Winston the nod. Uh, he he took his time to learn under the great Drew Brees that was necessary for him. Mm-hmm. It was very mm-hmm. necessary for him. So I, I think that's going to be a plus. And still having Taysom Hill as your backup slash uh, run threat guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, can, that can still pay dividends in the offense. But, you know, the loss of Drew Brees is, is a huge one. Um, yeah. Your Giants, I don't know what to make of your Giants really right <laughs> now. Because, yeah. and, and I'm just saying, I'm saying that being objective and honest. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think I again I didn't watch much of it, but when checking up on ESPN, checking highlights and stuff, like I didn't see anything or any kind of performance of him whatsoever. I know they've kept Saquon Barkley off the field so far mm-hmm. for this, and I like that kid a lot. Yeah, I like I that him. kid a lot. Like I wish my Eagles went up to have gotten gotten him at the time, but it didn't happen. But um, you still gotta, you know, very beyond or below average defense that decided that in recent past two years decided to play well only in the second half of the season. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, and then offensively, it's just, it is what, that offensive line. Like the Giants problem for the past five plus years, even when Eli was there, yeah, has been that offensive line. Y'all could have been a dominant squad to where Odell Beckham would have could never be. had to been sent off of that team. Like could have been. Y'all could have been a serious force if you've had an offensive line. That's true. The one position that most people forget to talk about, which to me, I'll call him biased because I used to play center, is the most important position on the field. Any part of that offensive line. You, yeah. You can't, bl- you can't block for your quarterback. The ball don't get downfield. You True. can't block and open to make holes. You're running back. Everybody ain't Barry Sanders. Barry mm-hmm. Sanders is the only cat that can run 10 yards backwards and then run for a 72-yard touchdown. You know, everybody can't do that. But projections, early, early, early season projections, Kansas City Chiefs are still going to be a serious contender, if not possibly Super Bowl bound. And fun fact, side note, I've said this on my show for the past few years, but I don't ride with them as if they were my team. Mm -hmm. Kansas City Chiefs was almost my team back in the day because of of Christian Okoye, the Nigerian nightmare. Yeah. That's that's the only reason I would play with Kansas. Oh, yeah, Derek Derek Thomas. Thomas. See, that's the only reason I would play with the Chiefs in Tecmo Bowl is because of Christian Okoye. <laughs> you give him the ball, he run over everybody and get a touchdown like every time. So, yeah. Yeah, I, but we knew we knew with Tecmo Bowl though. You really realistically, you only use, you know, most people either only use the 49ers because of Ronnie Lott on defense and, and they had Jerry Craig Rice, in the yeah. backfield and yeah. Jerry Rice or Bo Jackson for obvious reasons. Yeah, obvious reasons. Yeah. Or the Giants, or the Giants because of Lawrence Taylor. Yep. Like, I use the Giants at Techno Bowl all the time because Lawrence Taylor was that fast defensive lineman. Or in the Raiders, uh, it was Howie Long. was like he wasn't the fast defensive player, but he was like the one defensive player that moved faster than everybody else. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true, man. That's definitely true. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's wild. I, I, I saw Jalen Hurts in college, obviously playing for Ella, for um Alabama, Alabama. and then uh yeah, and then you know, going over to, to Oklahoma where I got to see him a little closer playing against TCU. And yeah, man, I, I thought he was a good player coming out of college. I thought he sort of got a raw deal in Alabama, but then again, it's next man up. When you hurt, it's always next man up. So it is what it is. And Tua, 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 Tua took it, you know, Tua took a hold of it and, and uh, you know, ended up winning the championship game for them uh, when he when he was called on. So, But Jalen Hurts won a national championship with them too. He so did too. He did he too. get a raw deal? He really didn't. He just got outperformed. Yeah, and when yeah. you're in a freaking, when you're in a system that's Alabama, like you're only getting the best of the best players out mm -hmm. of the entire country. I mean, talking the entire country, you those guys are going to start. But mm -hmm. then even them homegrown Alabama talent that stays in state to go to school there are phenomenal. Uh-huh, yeah, like, oh, they are. You know, Alabama fields, I mean, in some cases, Alabama would field a team that could beat some of the worst NFL teams, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I definitely think 100%. <laughs> and you know what? Speaking of Alabama football, shout out to our cousin Kerrigan, me and Jay's cousin Kerrigan, who works on their football staff. Yep, shout out to her. Yeah, she went to LSU. And then, like, the next season, she got a – you know, she attended college at LSU. She graduated. And then the beginning of the next football season, she got a job working under Nick Saban. So – Man, she is doing a great job, and what? And you know what? I don't like. I never liked Alabama. I never really rooted for them, but now I have to root for them because I like her. She's a big got, kid, got so, you know. So I, I got to root for <laughs> them just saying, because of that. <laughs> I, and I, I was close to saying because that's your family. Yeah. I'll, props to her, but she is an LSU Tiger. Go Tigers! Oh, yeah. LSU and the U were my college football teams. It was the okay. U first, the U. and then it became. Then it became LSU because they were one school. I didn't. I didn't play high school football. Mm. I didn't even get like football. It, they were the one school that actually sent me mail out of the blue, like come here. Really? And yeah. that. And I didn't go to college, but that made me take a liking to them. Yeah. And then eventually in football, it was. It happened to also been close to the time when Jamarcus Russell started the. When mm. I really started to pay attention to them, when Jamarcus Russell was there throwing 80 yards on his knees mm -hmm. and then playing in the NFL was he was moving around to feel like he was moving around on his knees so yeah to Marcus Russell yeah he you know I, I wish I wish he had a I know he had an okay NFL career I wish he had a better NFL career but it is what it is but I'm gonna tell you what man LSU you know that's where that's where Louisiana was is where Jay is from that's where half of my family is from obviously LSU was one of the first schools that I applied to that I got accepted at that I was almost I, I was it was in my top three schools that I was going to attend but I ended up you know going somewhere else but yeah LSU I I uh, I, I love that I always root for them but yeah Miami the U back in the day I always wa I wanted to be a hurricane right I wanted to go to school there and it's specifically because of Warren Sapp that was my favorite player back then because I played defensive end so who was your favorite player from the U from from the era when you liked them? Um. Hmm. They had a lot of good. I, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. There's too many, but I think it ended at well in the, the late 2000s. Teams, Sean Taylor might be my favorite Sean player Taylor. out of the year. Rest, yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, that Sean that Taylor. dude. That dude was. 
he was Hall of Fame caliber, mm -hmm. yeah, easily, uh, very quickly. Another another life and career cut, like way, 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 way too short, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. Um, yeah, and Jay's team, I'm gonna tell you what, Jay, man, you're Saints, so I'm glad that Jameis Winston, you know, is gonna be the starter. I think he's gonna be better off than he was when he was with Tampa Bay, and he was just like out there, just like throwing willy nilly. But I'm gonna tell you something about, mm -hmm. about Taysom Hill. So up here in Utah, they uh, every Sunday night they do a Utah sports like like what did what did our athletes do today in the in the NFL? And so every mm -hmm. Sunday night they go through every player that is in the league that played on one of the Utah schools here and tells you you know what their performance was. And Taysom Hill always leads off. So you know as long okay. whatever he does, good or bad in the game. You know that all he always leads off there, and so I always get that little mini like, like this is what this kid did today. And everybody here was, you know, honestly in sports radio, everybody here was rooting for him to be the starter, but they knew that it would probably be Jameis because he's probably the more polished overall quarterback. So I think y'all gonna be all right. Yeah, I, I hadn't been keeping up with anything yeah. this this uh, preseason, so I don't know. I just know that uh, they got a cancellation on playing Arizona I think it was yeah because of the hurricane coming through mm -hmm. so yeah. I'm like completely ignorant to anything that's going on right now yeah and speaking of hurricane man I know it's supposed to be coming uh it's supposed to be going uh, and hopefully you know I, I have obviously we both have a lot of friends and family in that area uh in New Orleans and even I have family in Mississippi uh mm -hmm. I know it's supposed to hit sometime the next what yeah to today day like yeah. to yeah, so it's getting like the outer bands right now, yeah. and it's supposed to come through tonight, tomorrow. So that's wild, man. Yeah, my my folks ain't going nowhere, man. Yeah. They they chilling. Yeah, they ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, well, thankfully, I think the the worst of it is not going to go toward where they live. Uh, I think can go east of that, so that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, hopefully, yeah, those people stay safe down there and stay well, stay dry, really. So, mm -hmm. okay, so I saw this story. Um, the other day, where I saw that J.R. Smith, you know, J.R. Smith, uh, uh, who famously, uh, you know, got the rebound and, and ran the wrong direction, and LeBron James had the had the best meme face ever. Uh, but then also, you know, a very talented NBA player who's now, uh, you know, out of the NBA, retired from the NBA, I guess, officially. Uh, mm -hmm. He has been allowed to go back to college, right, uh, to re-enroll. Uh, what is it? Uh NCANT, I can't remember what it is. He but, was, yeah, he's going to North Carolina A and T. Yeah, A and T. Yeah, to play to play golf, which is cool. And the NCAA allowed him to do that, even with his professional career. So, what do y'all think of that? Do y'all think that it's potential? Because I know a lot of pro athletes actually play golf in their spare time, in their off days. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, do you think that there's there's other players? You know, I mean, do you think that this could be a trend? Where other players would try to go back to college after they retire and maybe take up another sport if it's if it's a, a possibility. I don't think so. I don't know about a trend, but you know, uh, uh, I I see it as a good thing, man. The, the kid, uh, I mean, to say kid, he's like five years younger than me. Uh, <laughs> he's a uh, yeah, man. I think it's a good thing because he he went straight from. High school to the pros, right? Am I? Yeah, yeah. He, that, never, yeah he never, he never played yeah. college. So, yeah. so he never got the college experience. So, you know, going to further your education and not having a professional 
what is that golf uh career you know he's trying something new so I, I think it's a good thing but as far as like a trend other retired professional players going back to college i don't know about that yeah yeah it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be a trend now i mean it has been a trend for former or current pro athletes to go back to school to finish a degree mm -hmm. many of them doing it in the name of mm -hmm a promise they made to their parents, I'm going to yeah. finish my degree. And yeah. what better what better way to do it than with millions in your bank account to be able to afford oh, these yeah. mm -hmm. 40, 50, 80,000 dollar a year tuition. Yeah. yeah that's you true. can just you that's a that's that's a maybe two game checks for some players. Mm -hmm. Here you go. My year is done. Let me go further my education because yeah. I'm going to yeah. prep I'm going to prep myself for post career. Yeah. J.R. Smith yeah. He, he was the one anomaly because he had no NCAA. Uh, like he didn't have any strikes against eligibility. Mm -hmm. So this just became a, a door opener for him. Plus, uh, with one of the articles I was reading on this, um, with the NI, with the NIA, was it? No, NIL, name and likeness uh, situation that they have mm -hmm. set up. They feel that mm -hmm. this was also mm -hmm. something that could have aided to the NCAA's decision in uh, allowing yeah. in allowing this to happen. To but, I mean, mainly, yeah, mainly first due to the fact of no eligibility, but secondly, you're bringing J.R. Smith in. This is a guy again. I think 16 seasons in the NBA, mm -hmm. NBA champion, made millions and millions of dollars. He can also be utilized to show these kids in this in this uh, uh, in this HBCU. Yo, this is how you can get money out here. Besides the sport and this and that and business opportunities like that that's a whole wealth of knowledge outside mm -hmm. of just the college education alone uh-huh yeah yeah i think that's i think that's definitely true uh and yeah before this year then yeah he probably wouldn't have been able to do it uh just because the fact that you know that nil you know for people being able to make money off of their own uh you know name and image and likeness and i remember something famously like back in the day uh it was uh what's that guys he was a he was a wide receiver he played for colorado his name was i think it was jeremy bloom uh and he was also like a professional skier right and so he he was a professional skier um you know so he would uh you know he got he got paid to ski internationally he was invited to go to the olympics for the u.s to, to ski and the ncaa with that that rule not being in place you know so many years ago ended up basically uh suspending him from being able to play college football uh after that because you know he was making money as a professional athlete the stupid thing that always to me was he was not making money off of the NFL or no, not NFL, but he wasn't making money off football. He was making off a total different sport that wasn't even a college sport. Like I thought that was ridiculous. So right. I, I think this <laughs> is going to help a lot of people, you know, and, and I mean, Johnny football, you know, he wouldn't have, he, he's famously told stories of, you know, making thousands and thousands of dollars in school by signing, you know, like a couple thousand autographs or something like that uh, for people. Like there's, there's, there's all these stories. And I mean, there's so many years of, of of players going to those parties and getting like slid an envelope full of cash like that we've heard mm -hmm. you know what i'm trying to say like all that stuff was illegal before and now it's now it's 
I guess, I mean, getting slid an envelope full of cash is probably illegal, but you know, but you can at least try to make some money off your name, and your likeness. And I always remember, like you talked about earlier, Dan, the, uh, the uh, NCAA uh, football games from back in the day. It was always funny to, to get those games and like play a Syracuse and be Donovan McNabb, but it'd be like player five. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? So, so, uh, cause oh man, I used to love Syracuse and I used to love Donovan when he was on Syracuse. So it made me so mad when he became the Eagle. <laughs> but I still rooted for him though, cause I, I liked him as a player and a dude. But yeah, you're man. A full, I, I, you're a full New York boy without being in New York. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, really, that's what it was. People, people used to tell me I should, I should have lived in New York. And I try, I wanted to move there, but my wife did not want to move there. But we got, yeah. we got engaged there. We got engaged on top of the Empire State Building. So oh, I'll, I'll just call that my New York moment. But yeah, but uh, uh, that ain't a real New Yorker thing. The real New Yorkers don't go there. Real New yeah. Yorkers don't go to none of the tourist shit. Yeah, no, I mean, they, we be, they go we be time. in and out of, yeah, we be in and out of Times Square. Like you working over there and then get yeah. fucked out. It used to be a hangout spot, but like we don't go to. Let's go to the Statue of Liberty. Let's nah. pick it. No, like no, because y'all see it every day. That's the thing. Y'all that, see it every day. Like like that, we, if you take the Staten Island Ferry, yeah, you, yeah. You, I see the Statue of Liberty every day. Good yeah. morning. Yeah, see that's see that that's that's a different thing. And and you know me, like I remember the first time going there. Well, no, the first time I went there, I actually took the train up from Baltimore. But uh, the first time, like flying into New York. Flying in and seeing uh, the the World Trade Center, I think. Well, no, 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 no. That was actually actually after the tires had fell. So the first time flying in, flying over the Statue of Liberty, flying over Empire State and seeing all that stuff from above, you know, it was just like one of those like surreal moments. You know, it's like when you like like the first time you go to Disney and you see the castle, it's like it's real. You know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, but if you see it every day, I can I can understand why, you know, you don't want to stay want to be around the tourist traps. That makes sense. That makes perfect <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah. But it's but it, that's that's just a, a thing of proximity and vicinity. It's mm-hmm. it's once it's an everyday thing for you, that's just oh, that's just whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's just mm-hmm. whatever. And for everybody else, I get it. It's like, oh, it's the biggest thing in the world. It's not a, no, yeah. excuse me. Get the hell out of my way. You're stopping too slow on the sidewalk. Move. <laughs> Get out the way. <laughs> Stop looking up. Stop taking photos. <laughs> exactly. Ludacris' song was real. Move, bitch. Get Move, out the way. Get out the way. Like, I, mm-hmm. And as what I like to always say, I miss the old, I mean, even though Brooklyn is wild as hell right now, but I miss the old Robin stabbing. You couldn't just keep your head in the clouds. Downtown Brooklyn, Fulton Street. And I yeah. don't say it like I've, I was I was never victim of it, fortunately. Yeah. But the element of danger was always there, and you always had to keep your head on the swivel, watching your six, protecting your neck. As I just said to somebody on Facebook, you mm-hmm. always had to be on alert. Nowadays in New York City, it's just ooh, it's fucking La La Land. Yay, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I I came from Utah. Yes, I'll pay five thousand dollars a month for this little studio closet yeah. apartment. Just because I want to live in the West Village, I did it. Real New York experience, <laughs> right? No, nah, no, that ain't it. No. That ain't it. That's funny. I, that ain't I, it. Yeah, I have I have friends that I went to college with and stuff like that who moved up to the city to uh, to pursue either acting or dancing. You know, a lot of different careers. And um, yeah, man, you know they some of them lived you know in the West Village. They lived uh, uh, you know not that far from Midtown. Uh, and then I have some friends that lived in Brooklyn, uh, you know, I'm trying to say, and 
I, I stayed with one of my friends who lived in Brooklyn. And I remember one day, uh, one day there, I was walking to the subway. He lived by Prospect Park. So I was walking to whatever the okay. closest subway uh, was there, stop. And it was like dusk. And I was all by myself on the street and it was really weird. I was like, and, and you know, this, this, you know, I'm always one of those people where I do have my head on a swivel. I'm not just like always in the cloud. So I was just like, man, I, it, it feels weird. I need to walk quick. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Exactly, exactly. The, the, the boogeyman, exactly. the, the candy man about to jump out from somewhere. So I need, exactly. I need to run. Exactly, uh, freaking exactly. You got just go. That's it, go. just go. Yeah, step step with purpose. That's what I say. Step with purpose. But mm. I'm gonna tell you what, man. I got a question for you. Being from that area, being from Staten Island, obviously, uh, and but you know, having lived over there in Brooklyn and the Bronx and all that stuff. Um, Junior's cheesecakes. I don't is it worth? Is it is it worth P Diddy sending those kids to walk across the bridge <laughs> to get to my, Junior's cheesecake? Cheesecake that good? I'll give my wife will probably say yes, but I don't eat cheesecake. Yeah, no. I love cheese. I love cream cheese. You love cheese and you love cake. Just I, not cheesecake. I just uh, yeah, I just don't like yeah. the idea of the cream cheese as a cake. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's just cool. me though. But it seems to be a thing, and it's crazy because Juniors was supposed to close. I think like the the really? business was supposed to shut down, but I think it's it's back up and running, and the original location is still where it is in Brooklyn downtown, mm -hmm. right off Flatbush, and yeah, it's it's yeah. still there. It's still a New York staple. You can, I think they ship it. You will probably get it mailed to you, you yeah. know, stuff like that. So just try to look, see yeah, if you I can get it shipped. Yeah. Order the yeah, joint inside. Yeah, I ordered one some years ago. I think, didn't we order one for you, Jared, for your birthday, like, long time ago? Uh, I don't believe anybody ever ordered me a Junior CK because every year I, I asked did. for one and I never got one. No, we did. <laughs> we did. We were still, I think you and your, you were dating your wife at the time. Yes. Always talking about juniors. Yes. I do remember that one time. And since that one time, because you know, it was it was it was I I, I mean I thought the cheesecake was great. Actually, I remember that time we went there, uh we visited there uh to New York and that the time we got engaged, we actually went to Juniors the day we were flying out. So we could we went over back to Juniors the day we were flying out to get a couple pieces of cheesecake. To bring it back uh to the flight to uh, obviously we ate them before the plane but yeah i remember that one time but ever since then i've been asking my wife and kids to give me a junior cheesecake for my birthday and they're like no nah. so maybe this year will be that year maybe this year will be that you, year but we get you utah's cheesecake but <laughs> I'm a, you know what i'm gonna tell you something this wild man so utah itself it's 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 known for mormonism and i'll tell you with 100 percent honesty I never thought I would live here. I never thought I would visit here in my life. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, I, I did say I wanted to live somewhere with mountains and snow, but I thought it would be like, I don't know, like Michigan or like, I don't know, Colorado, I don't know, somewhere. But, uh, you know, after living here uh, for a bit now, uh, uh, you know, when you come here, you do see like little pockets of, of people with like multiple families or multiple a guy with a multiple wives and like 20 children like like that's a thing like you'll see one dude with one wife with with 10 kids that is a thing and it is really weird uh because i mean two kids for me is enough you know you get anywhere beyond that and i mean three kids you know i was one of three as a kid that's that's a lot but man you you go with a lot uh, 10 kids is a lot but i'll tell you one thing that utah does have that 
that is really good here. They're desserts. They have a lot of little cookie shops. They have a lot of little like like cheesecake shops. They have a lot of little uh, what we call them like like soda shops. You know, like back in the day, they had these mm-hmm. soda soda jerk uh, places. So here in Utah, apparently for the longest time, the Mormon culture uh, and the Mormon religion they would not allow them to have caffeine because I guess they thought it was the devil, probably because it was black. Uh, you know, coffee and stuff like that. So, because they also had racism against black people, even though they go to other countries to try to recruit them, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so they, they finally let them start having caffeine. So, like, people having, like, a like a Diet Coke drink here is crazy. But you will see a line at a soda shop, and they just sell sodas and cookies, right? You'll see a line that wraps around the building a couple times in the car lane just to get a soda and they get like these these root 44 44 ounce sodas and it's just like a diet coke with vanilla i'm like man you could have you could have bought a diet coke vanilla from the store for less money and less time you'd have spent in that line but it's a thing and there's people who go there every day at 11:30 to buy a diet coke with lime and vanilla and, and uh with lime and vanilla every day every day and it's it's a yeah but thing. them shop sodas though that's syrupy different yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's that probably real, much fresh. That's that real. Like. Yeah. It's way probably way fresher than. But yeah. I mean, hey, shout out to you for being a brave man. But I'm sure, I'm sure that there's a lot of you know being who they are out there. As like I, I like to quote Ari Spears in White People's Africa. I'm <laughs> sure that there's a lot of opportunity though for black folks to to thrive if you yeah. can find. I'm sure if you can find like the right community that say might not have had something that was like everyday common li- like we just mentioned mm-hmm. i'm in new york city this shit is nothing to me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like statue yeah. living things like that certain businesses certain types of things that go on it's nothing i'm sure like say if you wanted to get into the event thing and start like a hip-hop thing mm-hmm. you would probably thrive and explode out there you know oh, what yeah. i'm saying because it's something mm-hmm. new you know oh, yeah. and I just I just find Mormon and Mormon shit crazy because it's oh. like don't don't they don't they believe in I mean thinking listening to video stuff back then it's like they believe that they came from space and only blonde haired and blue eyed right no I mean I think that's that's more that's no nah, that it's not like that crazy even though I think there was some I, of that at some point but this is what the, this is what it is apparently. And, and I'm not Mormon uh, at all, but from all the stories I heard, and my wife grew up here, so she has insight on it. She has family members that are. Um, and she was, let's see, what's so funny is she was supposed to get baptized in the Mormon church, and her dad, who is a deadbeat, did not show up to her baptism. And that was like a, re- a prerequisite to, for him to be there as well. So so uh, she never was baptized, so she never became Mormon. Thank goodness, because it's, it's definitely a cult, yeah. But no, see, they were escaping persecution from like Missouri because, you know, there was all these families, you know, with multiple husbands with multiple wives. So that was a big part of it, like in real, like legit. So they were they were escaping persecution in Missouri. So they all headed west, like on the in their like stagecoaches and and stuff like that. It was like a cattle drive. And uh, apparently they came over the mountaintop here that's on the east side of Salt Lake area. And uh, the uh, there is literally a park called This is the Place Park because the guy who who was the patriarch of the religion, Joseph Smith, got there and he's like, this is the place where we're going to set up our, you know, civilization, whatever it is. 
and that's where they started. And so back then, it was it was definitely a thing to have multiple wives, you know, to try to be perfect. And then when you're perfect, you get to go to heaven and have like, I don't know, virgins or something like that. It was like all this ridiculousness. Um, but perfection yeah, is like see, a I big love- thing tied into the religion, which it's it's ridiculous because, yeah, I mean, there, there's kids who commit suicide here because the religion places so much uh, emphasis on them being perfect in every way that that they can't uh that they don't feel like that they can meet those and the parents even place that place that uh uh uh, you know place that importance on their life and the kids feel that they can't do it and it's really sad because you know the the and the religion pushes that perfectionism so much and it's like dude no one is perfect no one exactly exactly so it's so frustrating and you know to hear those stories but yeah i mean it's even the boogeyman they believe, even the boogeyman they believe in, is yeah. perfect. Yeah, I just dropped. I just dropped the link in in our personal the video Zoom chat mm-hmm. of this. I and I remember these from being a kid back mm-hmm. in the day, like where it, what the stories that they would show these to kids as mm-hmm. this is how Mormonism started. That's why I mentioned. They believe yeah. that they came from freaking space as blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh yeah, quote, yeah, the, uh, quote unquote perfect, perfect that weird, creations. Like, that weird cartoon thing, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Safety you know, and yeah, I and that, that thing still like sort of. I, I I see stuff about that like popping around every now and then. There's just a bunch of fallacies around that religion that people, you know, that they that they that they've put out there and and. The unfortunate part is whatever part of the country or whatever part of the world in really, you know, whatever the predominant religion is in the world, that's what you believe or in your area, you know, maybe that's what that's what the majority of yep. people believe. And that's just what the case is here. And and the, the funny thing is, though, when you see people who have grown up and maybe gone to college somewhere else or done something else in their life and they've met other people like people who meet black people like, man, I didn't know the black people were like this. Y'all are cool. We always thought this thing about y'all or that thing about y'all. And and it, the wildest thing to me was, you know, there was there was a lot of racism that that that, you know, went around that that religion for a long time and they would only let white people in, etc. But they would go to Africa, they would go to like the Middle East, they would go to Asia, all these other places to try to grab the people and you know get them into the religion, but they were a hundred percent racist about these fools. You would go yep. to like you go to the temple, the main temple here, which is like their Mecca, right? And you'd walk around the grounds. Like you can go and walk around the grounds any day just to tour it and, you know, look at it. It looks like a freaking castle. And uh, and there was like, I, I remember meeting this girl like from Africa who was like, had like a little thing on and she was, she worked there. And she was like, yeah, I've been here for a couple of years. It was the weirdest thing, man. But no, nah, you know, the wildest thing would be to go to the mall and see one guy and see like, Two or three, two or three women with him, and like about fifteen kids. It's always the weirdest thing. I'm like, what the heck? But yeah, you know that that's that's big love right there. You know that's big love. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Duggars. It's the Duggars. It's the Duggars on uh, it really is. steroids. There's there's a house around not not around the corner, but like a two minute drive from my house, and I, it's off the main street. And there's three homes. They look like they look like they're big like. I don't know, like doc, like like those homes that look like they're converted into doctor's offices. There's three big homes right next to each other, and they're all connected. There's like a big fence that goes around it, 
and they're actually building another new house behind it. But when we were when we were going to look at our house here, our real estate agent said that house, those houses right there, that's a polygamist like family setup. So one daddy, three wives. I've seen some of the women like you know in the yard or the kids and stuff like that. It's really weird, man. It's some weird stuff. And that's that stuff is not. It's not legal. Per, not legal. It's not legal technically, but that's just that's one of those loopholes in not going against somebody's quote unquote religious beliefs. Correct. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not legal. It is frowned upon by the mainstream Mormons, if you will, but but they just let it happen, right? And if you go to like the borders of here in Arizona, here in Nevada, here in Wyoming, and here in uh, Colorado, and and what is North uh, Idaho, there's little tiny towns that are off the main highway where it's like rampant, widespread, common, you know. And but here, like in the city, you don't see it as often anymore. But but if you go like a little further back into the hills, yeah, you'll you'll see that a bit. Um, the wild. original super spreaders. Yeah. <laughs> Super skaters. <laughs> Super, Super skaters. They got the gold yeah. Honestly, actually, there's a Super guy. Skaters. One of the one of the one of the foremen who worked on our house. Uh his so so every like when you're when you're building a house, like right at the end, at least with this company, just before your first viewing of it, before you like decide to sign the paperwork, uh they have cleaners come in. So I remember coming to coming to my house and seeing like these two ladies in here cleaning up one day. So I found out that one of the guys who was like one of the foremen uh, working on our house, those two ladies were his two wives. One was cute, one was not as cute. But I was like, I was like, dang, this dude really out here pimping, pimping. It's like the, the, the cute the cute one doesn't give head, but the ugly one does. So he got exactly. he got to diversify his right. life. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So I just, I just be trying to figure out like, like what the schedule is, like who you gonna go to every night. That's my schedule, or, or that's my question. Like, is it one wife per week? Is it every other night? I'd forget my kids' names. Like, there's all kinds of things that would happen with me. I'm say sure hi. I'd forget my kids' Speaking names. Kids, say hi to my daughter Danielle. What's up, girl? How you doing? Hey, they don't, she don't hear you, but she said hi. That's I that's know. my middle one. That's the December that's 26th baby. That's great. Oh, I got you. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So he said, so Dan said that two of his kids' birthdays, the I'm 25th and the 26th of December. And then Dan and his father, also the 25th and 26th of December. What Birthday. That's wild, man. That's an expensive <laughs> week for y'all. Nah, that just, that just meant that we all got it in in March. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. St. Patrick's Day was a good day for y'all. Look at Irish. The luck. The luck. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that might be all we're going to get into today. So, Dan, uh, do you have any topics you want to discuss? Are you ready to bounce out of here? No, we we good, man. We definitely got to leave a, do a part two because I felt like we left some stuff off the table. Oh, for so sure. We, defi- we definitely going to get a okay. part two in with this. We'll I do a part two on your show. Y'all. Yeah. This was it. Man, listen, part two, threes, fours, five, I love this podcast. And stuff. Yeah, for sure. So it doesn't matter, man. Whenever y'all ready, whatever y'all, all you got to do is just stay when. So we all need we need, to, we need to put when. that on the schedule then. That's, that's what and I, I see a friend of mine walking down okay. the block right now looking yeah. like he's looking in cars like he's a hooker. I know he's not, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, hey, hey, what's up? Uh, all right, cool. Well, Dan, this this is what we're going to do. We're going uh, we to uh, – how about we do this, Jay? We haven't done this in a minute. Uh, this is the time where we say tap your love box. You know, it looks like you're ready for it, Dan. We're going to do some tap your love box. Uh, uh, so, you know, this is the time where Jay cues that music. Ooh, that careless whisper sounds so good. That George Michael. You know what I'm trying to say? It's one of them songs, you know, if Dan actually did listen to some getting busy music, you know, when he's the last yep, man on yeah. earth, that this might be, might be. You know what I'm trying this to say? Be. Man. All right, and we tell you how to tap your love box. Mm. So. All right. If you ready. If you a okay. grown ass man and you still scared to say candy man. <laughs> <laughs> tap your love box. <laughs> Yo, I was telling people, I didn't do it yet, but I was. Everybody who was saying it like, yo, I ain't doing that. I'm about to go do it in my bathroom right now. I was, I was telling people like, but that's just the power in belief, man. Belief in, believing can be yeah. good or can be make you a scared person. So, yeah, yeah if you're still grown out there, yeah. still scared of that bull. I mean, even <laughs> even though y'all seen the memes though, because these women are liking the dude playing Candyman right now. Mm-hmm. There was one meme she. The woman was like, Candyman, 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 and had her legs in the air, like, waiting for him. Yeah, she ready. Uh, we had we had Bloody Mary when I was a kid. You'd go in the restroom and say Bloody yeah, Mary. We had, remember we that? had that, too. Yeah, we that had too. that, too. They were, they that was, was, that, but that was just the, that was like that when you kept your eyes closed and then you opened them up and you got that, like, fresh, you seen red because it was your eyes adjusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, we they, they, they would do that to us. You'd go in the restroom. They would, uh, they would, you would start saying that they would turn off the lights and you would close your eyes. Then the lights come on and kids would freak out in there. Oh man, I, yeah, there's a, a lot of pee that skeeted on the floor when you were scared because of the mirror. <laughs> right? A lot, a lot of staring in mirrors and shitting in toilets. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, here we go. If you are really interested to find out who Jill Squad is, tap your love box. Mm. Yeah, do, do me like that. That's gonna be. That's gonna be. You know, I think. I think. I think Jill Squat would be actually a really good. Uh, you know, a really good uh, hip hop artist name. You know, what I'm trying to say like in the along the lines of Lil Kim. You know, what I'm trying to say back in the day. No, you know? that's a that's a that's a name made for the hub. That's a name <laughs> yeah. totally made for the hub. Yeah, or 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 a uh, or a dancer. You know, what I'm trying to say. Pole yeah, dancer. slide it down on my Jill Squat. All right, that's what I got. But if you if you are willing to be a gentrifier of any race and come to New York City and say, yeah, let's drive these rent prices up to pay five thousand dollars for a shoebox apartment, Oof. you know what? Don't tap that love box. Don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come here. Don't. That's wild, man. That's that's the one thing I think. That's the thing that kept me probably made made it tentative for me to actually ever want to move there because I, I was thinking about moving there at one point uh, in my single days and I was like man I gotta get like the job of jobs to be able to pay for anything or or have like four roommates well that's mostly Manhattan but Brooklyn is the most expensive city in the country possibly still is it? maybe the west coast the west it was at one time it might be maybe in the top three to five now. I know Oakland is crazy, I heard, mm-hmm. but Brooklyn was definitely that expensive. But you could find affordable if you, you know, 
come to the shitty island, Staten Island, go to the Bronx, go to Queens. You can find, you know, affordable rents. Yeah. Housing prices for what y'all can, for what we can get up here for, say, 500000 we could probably get where you're at and where you're at, Jay and Jared. Oh, yeah. You could probably get an eight room bedroom with probably at least 10 <laughs> acres of land. Yeah, you know, and I gotta say, my brother got lucky. My brother just bought something upstate, but it's almost two hours away from me. Mm-hmm. But he's 320, 10 acres. And if he cuts the trees out, he cuts the three trees out, he's got at least two. He's got at least two football fields worth of space. But wow. the house, the house though, is like almost a ranch style where it's the one floor, but he's got a really deep basement that's yeah. Al- yeah. already framed. And when he, if he puts walls up, he's got rooms down there. Wow. See, but that's yeah, nice. he, he, yeah, but it's two hours away. You got to include once it snows. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to get trapped up there. Yo, his driveway down and back is a quarter of a mile. Like you walk it down and back, it's a quarter of a mile mm-hmm. driveway. Ooh. Trees that could fall right across it. His ass is going to get stuck up there. It's going to be like the I'm shining up there. The, I'm just waiting for the phone call. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Wow, that's why that, it's the blackening for the him. Black, yeah, I'm gonna tell you what though. That's that's cool. I'll tell you what. Honestly, in Utah, the home prices here are a little wild because in Texas we had like a we had a five bedroom house. We didn't have a full acre where we lived just because of the neighborhood it was in, but it was a nice house and it cost us when we bought it. It cost us like 180, I think, was the price tag. But then I think that's now that's why that, I need to leave. Yeah, right. I think I think <laughs> now I think now it's maybe like two fifty, I think is what that house is valued. Yeah. So everything's that, going up now. That same exact house. We had a, our first house that we moved in here in Utah. Five bedrooms, which was just one floor in a basement. The one in Texas was a two story, but one floor in a basement. Our yard was a postage stamp. We could reach out our side window and give a high five to our neighbors. Like that's how close we were, right? That house was like 340. Same house. Actually, it was only bigger by like 100 square feet. Same house, basically. So, yeah, so we moved, we moved somewhere now. But yeah, if you spend $500,000 here, you could get probably, uh, you know, probably like a half acre maybe uh, of land in your house on top of that. And yeah, have a, have a similar size house. So it's... Uh, My bad. I was saying, I'll give you a sneak of how my block looks. Like, yeah, yeah, it's right like there, that. Right there is where my parents live. That's where I grew up from 18 till I left at around 26. Wow. And then this is how kind of like how the rest of the house, that's a, a construction business right across the street yeah, there. Yeah. I live next to like a company here. It used to be an auto body shop. Now it's like a wood shop. But yeah. like this is, this is kind of what most basic, with the exception of like the... Uh, the buildings because I believe this neighborhood where I'm at it was originally like I'm I'm a block off of water like mm-hmm. I could go to the corner and look across the street and see Jersey oh, and wow. then look to the right I could see Manhattan and this was like a like the dock workers shipping like residents back in like the way back in the day yeah you know so they they, they most of the houses are kind of the same as you've seen this house this house the next house are kind of like the same style. Similar style across yeah. the street, across the street over there is like the same style. Mm-hmm. You know, it was they were building them for people who were working over in this area, mm-hmm. over in these areas. So, and then now 
these houses eventually over time. People come in, fix it up, sell it to the next person, fix it up, fix it up. And it just mm-hmm. keeps going up, 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 up. Yeah. You know, the prices go up and up. Like the, the yard space isn't the biggest, but it's enough to have like 20, 30 people for right, a barbecue. Right. Something, yeah, you know, something that's like, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Hey, that's that's better. That's better than not having a yard at all. So, so that's a good yeah. thing. I know what you mean. Let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, if you are excited to see this new Shang, was it Shang Chi, Shang Chong, Shang Chi yeah. movie? If you're excited for that, tap your love box because I'm I'm excited. I like some kung fu. I like super Wang Wang Chong. Wang Chong. <laughs> <laughs> If you think uh, Boosie Badass is is making this money by by holding his hurt holding his concert during this hurricane, tap your love by because he holding it. He ain't canceling. Uh, when is Boosie, it today? To today, I think. I know he ain't canceling. I know that, but he probably held it last, last night. night. Probably. Yeah, he held it last night during the hurricane so yeah they they getting hit with some winds and stuff so i just chatted with my mom like a second ago so yeah he ain't caring he making his money he out here taking wins and losses i mean he's getting <laughs> wins inside of losses man like you know sometimes mm-hmm. yeah you they don't realize you can't put the camera in front of everybody but yet they know the right ones to talk to because they're going to say something. And y'all all heard about the hot water he's in and stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. But tap your lug box if you have not had COVID yet, which I'm thankful nobody in our house had it yet either. You know, no shade to everybody else. And don't tap your lug box if you're one of these idiots out here who are, just because you found it good for you, now you're forced you're trying to shame and force other people into trying to make decisions that they don't want to make respect what people believe for themselves you like to get you want to get the vaccination do your thing i i love you for it and i'm not gonna love you no less for it but if the other person don't want to get it do your thing it's about it's just about personal choice yeah Yeah, you can say about whatever's going on and it's I just there's a lot of stuff that I don't like it because there's a lot of political situations, especially here in New York. Like mm-hmm. a guy I work with, his girlfriend slash soon to be wife can't go back to school right now because she doesn't she feels a way about the vaccine where she doesn't want to get it. Mm-hmm. New York City CUNY schools, the CUNY schools aren't letting people back onto campus without being vaccinated. Oh wow. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. If you live life where you, this is what I like to do. Live life where you understand consequences. So their rule is you yes. gotta be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You don't wanna get vaccinated, guess what? Now you gotta get up and try to learn to do something different or find another way to complete your mission. Mm-hmm. Be flexible. You don't yeah. like, you know, you, you don't wanna get punched in the face, be kind to people. Mm-hmm. It's easy, <laughs> you know. You want to you yeah. want to go out. You, you want to go out and have a good time. Get drunk. Do your thing. You know. Get drunk. Understand the consequences that can come behind getting drunk. You can vomit, or you can go home fine. You want to get in the you can get in the car, at home, make it home fine. You can drive home, get into a crash, 
you get into the same crash, die, not die, injure other people, not injure other people, get pulled over, escape a ticket because you showed a little titty, or you get a <laughs> ticket. Like, just un- move with understanding whatever consequences come along with whatever your actions are. Mm-hmm. And I think yes. we could all live a lot more peaceful that way. Yeah, that's true. That's that's my love box. Now that, that brings up something else. If you ever showed a little titty to get out of a ticket, tap your love box. <laughs> Jill squats. Mm. Jill squats. Jill squats. <laughs> Kayla Memphis Diva, let us know on the voicemail if that's a, if you ever pulled one of those. I just want to know, man. I, it's that's the wildest thing. I, I don't know. It, I guess you just got to get the right cop. You know what I'm trying to say? Just got to get the right cop to uh, say, okay, yeah, you good. Yeah, go ahead. You good. Just get on out of here. Don't do that again. <laughs> I got one more. I got my last love box for Memphis Diva. If y'all don't mind, go for it. it I, oh, yeah. I said it on the voicemail, and I say it again. Give them young brothers a chance. Give them a chance. Unless the uh, what, what did she say that they said? Let me. Oh, let me get your number. Yeah. Unless if they talking like that, <laughs> don't let them. Don't let them tap that love box. But if they come <laughs> respectful, let them tap that love box, girl. Oh man. <laughs> no. Memphis Diva, like we her. we giving a. Uh, oh yeah, she's great. We we giving life advice out here, Memphis Diva. We giving relationship advice. You know, you don't have to go into any of them platforms, you know, where you go and try to find random men. You know, just just holler at one of those dudes who, you know, who up in the Dollar General, right? They know. just want to get your number, you know? Take you out on a, a good, uh, you know, a good short date, you know what I'm trying to say? So that's all you got to do. Get a little just, dinner out of them. You know what I'm trying to say? That's all you need. That's all you need. Sure. If you... What's that? I was going to say, if you, you know, sit there and watch these people do the Cray Challenge and you think they're crazy, but you keep watching the videos because it's hilarious, and then you try to think in the back of your mind, I think I can do that, tap your love box. And Dan is is uh, pointing at himself because he knows. I'm all up in that love box. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid. I, I don't mind. Hey, we live once, man. We only live once. Now, rest in peace to the one woman who did die, unfortunately. You'll see that. I see cracked that. Her head, crack, cracked her head in the asphalt. She died. But the rest of this shit, you're giving me entertainment. I, I love group of real type stuff. <laughs> it's it's insane, man. Like, I don't know. It's all this thing. And, and just, just looking at it, like, you see some of these people, they get up there and they're shaking, they're shaking. And people who try to go backwards. I'm like, you're already there. You don't need to go backwards. You know, yeah. The, like, like this. I saw this dude. He was up. He was up at the top, and some dude came up and kicked out the crate. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Well, yo, but uh, if I could get up, we fight now. <laughs> for real. <laughs> but yo, DJ K Slay on Instagram posted one. He said, "Yo, the motherland shut it down." Now, mind you, they had some of probably the best built crates in the whole game so far. Mm-hmm. But this brother did it, and this tower was high. I mean, like, he went into, like, the electrical wire hanging high. Wow. And came down and killed it. He did, did the whole thing. That it's is on his, It's on Instagram. That is definitely, like, if you if you get that high up and you don't make it, you probably will either die or break your neck, like, legitimately. Yeah, yeah, over there, because all they had was dirt road, dirt, dirt and rocks around them, so yeah. they might have. Wow. You know. 
that's wild. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, man, I, I it's it's one of those things, man. There's there's some things that you look at your kids and you say, hey, I really hope you never do this stupid trend, because like nowadays, if you have, if you have like a teenager, your kid is you know your kid knows some kids or your kid is that kid who's like I'm gonna try that because it looks fun I don't care what it is and so I look at that I look at my son I'm like please son just stay just don't do stupid stuff you know one of my mantras in life is just try not to do stupid stuff you know at least enough to like get you killed you know what I'm trying to you can do some stupid stuff because you got to do stupid stuff to, to learn you know but just just don't do stuff where I'm gonna have to go to the hospital and like just look at you like what was you thinking when you got to the third crate. <laughs> what were you thinking? Or like, man, I'm watching this dude. My youngest daughter put he a is... sunflower seed up in her nose. We had to go to the hospital. <laughs> it was an accident. Oh. We had to go to the hospital for she she ate a dime. She uh-huh. swallowed a dime. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. You see it though, right? My, my youngest put a piece of plastic. I uh-huh. saw it, man. That's wild. Yeah. My, my kid put a piece of plastic up his nose, like little. I don't know what it was, a piece of toy, way at the back. <laughs> Didn't tell nobody. Wow. I think it was it's just sitting What there. was it uh was it um I think maybe J. Del Negro and, and Nigel were talking maybe on one of their one of their recent episodes about a guy who put some pinto beans in his urethra because he wanted to skeet them out <laughs> when he masturbated. And he got to the hospital because he couldn't get him out. I think it was like eight or six. <laughs> First of all, the problem is apparently apparently he had done it before and it worked. So he decided to put more in there. Who does that? Who thinks of that? They must have been dry. Like like out of the bag dry and mm, mm, mm. as I, I just said before, consequences. I don't understand. You asked for that. You asked <laughs> for that. Yes, indeed. Yes. I wanna indeed. I wanna pee. He literally I wanna pee peas. <laughs> He said I wanna pee pee. <laughs> oh shoot. I want to pee pee. Oh my god. And um yeah, that didn't work out so well for him though. <laughs> it didn't. Oh man. Well, imagine imagine showing up at like if you if you're a nurse. No, I'm not imagining that. No. Show up at the hospital. <laughs> imagine your wife. Your your wife is at uh you know, she worked at the Rite Aid. So imagine the dude showing up there, yeah, um, I need some uh I need some pain medicine because uh, uh, I, I stuck some I stuck some beans up my peepee hole. Um. I'd be like, go to that. I'd be like, go to aisle five over there and get your can of chicken broth so you can drink that and then just let that marinate as you piss it out. Eat it later. You Man. stupid idiot. You dumb enough to you dumb enough to do that. You might as well eat them now. Man, what? It, you got you got a got a male urinary tract uh, infection. Because uh, you decided to stick some food up your up your dick hole. Like, what? Come on, beans. Man. I, I thought it was. I thought the whole saying was beans, beans. They make you fart. Apparently, they. I, I guess they make you ski too. <laughs> or not. <laughs> oh, oh man. What if you got like all all five out of the six out, and the six just wouldn't budge? So you had to wait till it gets soft. You know, like you I'm know, like leaving. when you. When you soak the beans, <laughs> you know you gotta soak the beans for like you know eight hours before you cook them. Like you gotta wait like eight to ten hours before they they're, they're really trying to budge, and it just it just stops. It just stops. So then you gotta make the decision. Right. You gotta make the decision. Like, Chill, son. I'm not going nowhere, son. Exactly. Not... 
I'm not leaving, yo. You, you got to make the decision to, to cut it off, uh, to cut it off, uh, and then try to get a prosthetic, or you just got to let it stay there forever. So, what do you decide? And this was the hill we chose to die on. <laughs> <laughs> This, oh. Jay's face is telling the whole story right now. This is the hill. No, we I'm, chose. I'm trying not to. This is the hill uh, we chose to die on. I just want to get in the psychology of people, man. Why Why do this? So many questions people about stupid. this. That's why people... That's the only logical answer. Or, or like the or like the Gorilla Glue girl, you know? She she made a whole like new career and life out of... And, and persona. She got to come up. Know? She got got her a, a Walmart that. deal, you know, <laughs> some hair care products. Like what? How? I don't know, but hey, she she she's the one. All right, to freshen this up, I guess I'll, I'll tap your love box. <laughs> if you are like Nori and learn that Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, if you listen mm. to his one of his last episodes of Drink Chance, where he had uh, Mickey Facts. Uh, uh, what's the other dude? And they, uh, Blue and Asher Blue and Asheroff. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. They all dope, though. But he decided, like, they would just bring it up and reference Wu-Tang. And they called all the Wu-Tang affiliates, quote-unquote, flunkies. And the Wu-Tang affiliates was online heavy, not having it. Like, Don Pacino, shout out to him. He came out and was like... Like, how soon you forget that we was on the charts at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, our albums came out the same year. The War Report was like four. We was at like nine or ten on the Billboard charts at the same time. But we flunked. Yeah. Nah. Shaheen the Rugged Child coming out. Like, nah. Mad people mm-hmm. mad people making videos about Shaheen. Like, if you telling me that he's running around with Method Man and the Wu-Tang Clan and they help putting them on... There's nothing funky about that, and these people are totally right. So you learn that Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Tap that love box without putting beans in your pee hole. Them, them thirty six <laughs> chambers, thirty six chambers coming at you. Word up. That's, dope. That's a better hill to die on than the yeah, pee hole. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if there's no more love boxes to tap, I'm sure there are more love boxes to tap. Uh, but you know, at this point. Uh, yeah, we're going to say, hey, Dan, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It's been dope. Uh, uh, yeah, man. So as an outro, why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find you again? Well, you can find us at the starting five podcast.com. That's where our merch links, Instagram. Uh, I got to fix it up to get our YouTube up there. Um, but the start five podcast.com is the home for everything. Um, this, since this is my first time on the show, I'll tell you, fuck Twitter. I don't give my Twitter out. I don't give the Twitter out. That's I said that on everybody's show. But um, but yeah, come if you are on Facebook, please come join the Star 5 Podcast Facebook group. It's sports topics, politics topics, music goes in there. A lot of funny memes on the daily come through the group. It's a place mm-hmm. of love and fun and we don't get into too much of the shenanigans and argue. We argue and debate stuff, but it's not like a, yo, I hate you. I got to block you situation. It's a dope group. Star 5 Podcast on Facebook. And yeah, the Star 5 Podcast on YouTube. Um, the Starting 5 underscore podcast on Instagram. Hashtag Blackout. Thank y'all again for listening. making this happen finally, man. Y'all, y'all were the second check off of... of 
shows that I said, yo, I have to get on in 2021. Shout out to my people from That's Absurd. When I was in Orlando, I was uh, I was able to get on their show. I didn't get to go to studio with them because, to be honest, I was too damn tired. And it was an hour drive to get to where they at. But mm-hmm. we still made it happen. So thank you all for making this happen. Oh yeah, We got to do this again because this was fun. Like making each other laugh and yeah, pee holes and let's <laughs> we'll, we'll put it on the schedule. We'll, we'll put it on the schedule. Let's let's make it happen. Uh, I want to I want to come on to y'all show. I wish I could do one later on today, but I will be out. Well, I guess in like thirty minutes. So yeah, I would say technically within a half hour on yeah. today's recording. Y'all are not going to get this. The episode will be out by the time y'all get this show. But yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, definitely appreciate that. So Jay. At this point, All right. tell the people. All right, people. Hashtag Blackout Pod is where you can find us Twitter and Instagram whenever we post something. Uh, do a search on your your Googles for your podcast listening, whatever app you prefer listening to the podcast on. That's where we are. Email us topics, whatever. Hashtag BlackoutPod at gmail.com. 3853-BLAKPC or 3853252572 is where you could call. Let us know if you stuck anything strange up an orifice <laughs> of yours or somebody else's. Yeah. And, uh, definitely check out hooksrub.com. That would probably make those those beans taste pretty good after they came out. And they mixed it with some uh you know, some some chicken broth or something. Yeah. It makes go. me. It makes me think of that South Park episode, Lemmy Wings. You know, we found the catfish, the catata fish. You know, all those things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, I'm blacking out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>